Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. There we go. Hey, we're live. <laughs> what is happening, baseball family? We are in the house. Blackjack Brad is here with us. What? 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 And Livy B is in the heezy. <laughs> say, say hey. Hey. <laughs> Olivia is going to call the game with us this fine night, and we are very excited to have her as a special guest. I just did it. That's right. He's our very special guest tonight. And uh, as per usual, Blackjack Brad is in the house with us. I know he announced him earlier, but he's still here, and that's pretty still cool. Still here. I'm still here and kicking around. <laughs> oh, man. We have a terrific game coming up. I mean, if, if this thing's boring, I'm going to be shocked. Brad, why don't you tell people a thing, and I'll get set up one more thing. Okay. Well, as we know, we have the Yankees and Red Sox coming up here in about – I mean, game time is supposed to be here in about a minute, but we got commercials coming in. Looks like we're coming back. And for those of you who don't know or might be new to the concept, this is a one game, a single game elimination. Loser goes home for the season. And, um, and – this is the crazy thing. So both of these teams had the exact same record this season. They finished with, I believe it was, um, what, 92 wins? 92, 92 and 70. However, yeah. the Red Sox took the season series 10 to 9. So that's where they're playing at Fenway tonight. That's why the Fenway tonight. That's why the Red Sox have home field advantage. That's exactly right. And with a breakdown that evenly split, between home and away games, it just can't help but be anything but magical tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. that's dang near 50-50 is what that is. <laughs> Olivia wants to serenade us. Uh, hopefully, we'll be serenading later with uh, New York, New York, the theme from New York, New York. We're hoping to hear in Fenway tonight, but hey, that's just me and the Royal We. Right, Liv? Yep. The Come sit up salsa. The Royal The Royal Wee from Wreck-It Ralph. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sit on this pillow so the people can see your cute face. All right. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Brad is wearing his uh, his Phoenix baseball together Arizona. T-shirt. That's right. Olivia and I are wearing our Bronx baseball together T-shirts, huh, Olivia? Yeah. Oh, man. This is our favorite T-shirt. Weird all the time. <laughs> every time we come to the baseball podcast, <laughs> every time we come to the baseball podcast, <laughs> every time, every time. Hey, Brig, before we get started, should we do a little bit of the tail of the tape? Let's, let's do let's... some tail of the tape here. Hey, do you have those all set and ready to go? I don't, but I can. <laughs> when you know, baseball family per use, Brad is here, and also uh, we have had technical difficulties. That's Seems... what we do. 
And yeah, apparently my drink is fitting into the green screen. <laughs> it's nice. It looks like a unique flavor we've never seen. Is that an insider rays situation or is that Galaxy Burst? It's Galaxy Burst. I'm not an insider. Oh man. So all right. I'm nope. pulling this up right now. All right. We have Nathan Evaldi on the mound right now getting ready. And Buster only talking at us right now. Buster's always talking at us, people. He is. That is a true fact. 100% talking at us. Hey, I got to be honest with you. Most people don't know that Nathan Evaldi used to be a Yankee. Did, did he come up with the Yankees? No, don't talk about that. He was with the Yankees. Just kidding. No, he was with the Yankees <laughs> in, uh, if I remember right, it was 2015 and 16 or 16 and 17. And then he got uh, Tommy John. And they got Tommy mm, John, and they pulled got the TJ. In. Yeah, TJ will get you, man. Every time. TJ will get every you. Every time. So I'm kind of worried about Nathan Evaldi today, but not as worried as I am about Hunter Renfro. Because against mm, Derek yeah. Cole, Hunter Renfro is three, three for nine, and uh, he's just not afraid. He's just not afraid of, of Garrett Cole at all, and that, that makes me mad. I don't feel like Hunter Renfro is afraid of most people these yeah. days. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he had a great year. He he had an excellent year this year. So to confirm, Brig, um, yeah. Ivaldi, he was with the Yankees in fifteen and sixteen, missed seventeen, as yeah. you mentioned. Yeah. With uh, Tommy John, and then he actually came back. Looks like he signed with the Rays in eighteen and <laughs> finished the season with with uh, the Red Sox. Bless hey, you. Hey, Jason's in the house. Jason, good work here. I got you. Here, get after it. There you go. We're learning on coughing in. Yeah, coughing into our elbows for those of you who are germaphobes. Uh, first pitch coming right up, top of the first inning. Lead off, Anthony yeah. Rizzo jumps out of the box. He is not ready. I'm not ready. Nerves. He is thrilled. rattled. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not, Brad. <laughs> of everybody to be rattled, he is the guy. Look at the, oh man, oh man, I I got through. What a great out of everybody. He is the guy who I would least expect to be rattled. However, that is not a great leadoff batter, uh, great leadoff at bat right there. First nope, pitch swing. No. I, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I am here for first pitch swinging, unless you're the first batter of the game. Do you think then it is your job for you or what? What? Why is that? What's that? Why? So I feel like the I feel like the leadoff batter should be should be a good hitter with two strikes. And should have the ability to work the count so yeah. everybody in the dugout can see every pitch that's going to be coming, at least over the first couple innings. Because I know some guys save stuff till the sixth or seventh inning, you know, second or third time through or whatever. That's fine. But the leadoff hitter should be able to work the count to the point where you can see what's coming at least the first time through. I right? agree with you. Like Brett Gardner, right? Mr. 12 well, pitch. Sure. <laughs> or maybe right now. Half pint, but anyway, doing that. Um, why? So why isn't he leading off? Is he not playing? Like, what's the deal? No, there? he's playing. He's just not playing super well. I think they got him off the bench tonight. Fly huh. out the right field. No, that's three field. pitches. Two outs and three pitches. Two outs and three pitches. Exactly right. That is efficient. <laughs> it is efficient. <laughs> Nothing if not. No, Gardner's Gardner's playing, man. He's a uh, he's. After Torres, he's batting. Looks like he's batting sixth. 
So he's batting six tonight. Yeah, interesting that they would go with that. Like I, Rizzo just he doesn't feel like a leadoff guy to me. Well, he was in Chicago there for a while. Was he? Yeah. The year they won the World Series. Well, I don't know about that. That's the thing is like I feel like there are certain lineups, lineup combinations that you'll have on a winning team, and Rizzo as your leadoff guy doesn't feel like one to me. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I don't know. We got issues with how they're rocking and rolling anyway, so don't worry about it. It's fine. It's true. It's all we can do is just a lot of issues with the way they're rocking and rolling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're all a little bit surprised they're here in the first place. Let's be completely honest. Uh, but with the Red Sox backslide, we're a little surprised they're here too. Uh oh. Oh, there we go. Oh, Stanton has left. Oh no! Oh my goodness. And they held him at first base. Oh, man. <laughs> Darn it. A Stantonian single. A Stantonian single. <laughs> Stop it, Brad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Olivia, you thought it was gone just as much as I did. Olivia, how do you feel about that? <laughs> He's like, she's like, he got on base, can't complain. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I thought that thing was going the distance for. I did too. And did you see him on the replay just there? They it looked looks like he thought it was too. My goodness! Oh, and now look at that throw! Woof! It scared the cutoff man. (laughs) (laughs) Baby face Joey Gallo at the plate. Man, these guys are first pitch swinging here. They're ready to go. Yeah, man, that's a big boy swing right there. Up there with Daddy Hacks. Yes. The first pitch. <laughs> 809 OPS, 122 OPS plus. It's got a 199 average right now, 38 home runs and 77 RBIs. Olivia's excited about that line. <laughs> <laughs> As she should be. She should be. <laughs> it's very good. Pitch number two is in for a strike. Easy peasy. Don't even well, know. This is the thing, too. It's. It's hard to work the count when a pitcher throwing strikes like that. Let's be real. Totally. Thank you. you can only you can only pitch you can only uh, foul off so many pitches when that's going. Yep. And he's gassing him in there right now. This is this is quick work. I don't feel like there's any drop on that ball at all. He's just throwing it hard. Oh yeah. Okay, that one fell in the dirt. Good pitch in the dirt. Good pitch in the dirt. <laughs> you know what though? There are a lot of guys who will chase that pitch. Especially sure. since he's since he's been throwing heat, they're thinking that's going to come in bottom of the zone, and they're going to chase it. Not a yeah. bad pitch to waste. And no. he's only thrown eight now. That was his eighth pitch. That is crazy. With a runner on base. Yep. Here we go. That's a big swing. Foul it back. On a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. So here, here's this thing, Brig. So when I was uh, thir- 15, when I was 15 years old, I was playing City League, and my coach told us that if told the pitchers that if they could get out of an inning in 10 or less pitches, that he would buy them a milkshake from the Burgerville, which is like the local burger joint. Yeah. The best shakes in the world. Don't at me. That is a true fact. So, <laughs> this is his Burgerville pitch right here. He's got nine. So here we go. Here we go. In the dirt. Oh, man, that was great save behind the plate. Holy cow. Nobody won that. Nobody won that. Nope. Way to go, Burgerville Shake for Nope. Nope. We're all sad. 
Not. <laughs> not sad. Not sad. I haven't decided how I want to approach this. I like. I don't know if I want to be antagonistic and go for the Red Sox, or if I want to like cheer with you for the Yankees, or if I just want to cheer for success. I'm definitely not cheering for the umpires because he's got Joe West behind the plate tonight. Yeah. Um, his final, his final wild card behind the plate. Yeah. Oh, did he go? He did not. He you went around. Not go. He went. It didn't look like he went. I don't think he went at all. Am I crazy? <laughs> no, you're not. You just not. want to make sure he can see a lead the league in strikeouts? There's a replay, kind of. Ah. Oh, just barely. Yeah, there it was. It, he did break, but just barely. Ooh, man. Man, that okay. That was efficient first inning. Should we, uh, should we talk? Let's talk. Let's let's let me introduce Olivia really quick. Baseball family, for those of you that watch the show on YouTube, uh, and even those who listen on the podcast, wherever you find your podcasts, when we play our kids t-shirt ad, Olivia is the one that sings Take Me Out of the Ball Game for that. <laughs> Say hi, Olivia. <laughs> what are you eating tonight? Tell everybody what you got. Sit up, tell them what you got. Oreos. You got what? Oreos. Oreos? Nice. Nice. What kind of Oreos? The skinny ones. The skinny ones. The skinny ones. You know why? Because that's the one dad grabbed, okay? that's. <laughs> I like them better, and especially when they're close at hand. They are superior <laughs> Oreos, I'll be honest with you. I really do think so. I think they they're are. They're so good. Those they are. delicious. Olivia, Absolutely. what do you want to tell the baseball family before you have to go to bed? Because it's getting close. What do you want to tell baseball family? She's looking for a clock. <laughs> yep. It's in here. <laughs> what What do you want to tell the baseball family before you got to go to bed? I don't know. Okay. She says, I don't know. All right. Very Beautiful good. Beautiful facts right there. Yep. <laughs> All right, Sissy. Thank you. You're the best. All right. Whew. Brad, how's your day been, man? It's good. It's good. I've been anticipating this all day long. Um, did you did you were able to get those uh, those graphics? Yes, I'm pulling them up right now. I got okay. them downloaded, and now I'm going to add them. Let's do add. a quick preview of the Boston offense and New York pitching as we get ready for the bottom of the first inning. Love it. Okay. Whoa, Mike Farns coming in hot. Oh, Mike Farns. Oh my goodness. What is he saying? You got to tell me while I'm getting stuff. I cannot repeat it on this family friendly show. Oh, what? I'm regarding going to Brett Gardner. That was aggressive. I'll say that. Mike Farns. I don't. <laughs> is this why you didn't want to come on the show tonight, Mike? Because you can't handle it. That's okay. All right. All right, here we go. We are back for the bottom of the first inning. We have Garrett Cole on the mound. So his first 25 starts of the season, they've got this graphic up. He's 14 and six, but he's two and two his last five starts. Now, I don't hold the, I don't ever hold records against pitchers because you can go out there and toss a gem and lose one to nothing, right? So yeah. I'm not going to put a whole lot of stock into those last five starts. However, there were issues when there was the crackdown on the uh, sticky stuff. Right. Oh yeah, big time. And uh, I'm gonna check real quick. I'm curious what the temperature is in Boston. Whoa, that was way up. Rut row. Um, because if it's cold and 
unpleasant at all. We could see Garrett Cole really struggle tonight. Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. 57 and partly cloudy. That could be enough that, I mean, Boston could really capitalize on that. They could they could run him early. It'd be interesting to keep an eye on that. Keep yep, an eye on his I, control. I totally agree. And I mean, cold. so far he's 2-1. and one. Cold is bad. there, though. The fastball is there, though. 97. Well, I'll take a 97-mile-an-hour fastball if it's a strike. <laughs> well, that one wasn't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That it should have been, but it wasn't. There you go. 90. Took a little off of that one, so to make sure he got it in for a strike, which we're all grateful for, all Yankees fans. We, the Royal We. Um, I know Mike Farns is listening and probably very upset at my uh, not innuendos, but blatant disregard for his allegiances. <laughs> we also made sure to uh, throw it in my mom and dad's face, who are Boston Red Sox fans as well, which is terrific. Please catch this ball. There we go. I thought it was going to go over his head. Hey. <laughs> Fly ball center field for those of you who are not watching. <laughs> <laughs> to Brett Gardner, by the way. Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's tall. <laughs> For a third grader. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We're seeing it now. You got that. Those, early. those headphones in. Is Mike Farns on the other end of that? Or did you come up with that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, here's Hernandez. 250 on the year is going to let that one slide right on by. Okay, let's be real though. Brett Gardner is five foot eleven, so he's about a half inch taller than I am. So yeah. I shouldn't be making. But I'm also not a major league baseball player, so I shouldn't be making too many jokes about his height. You could if you want. <laughs> Who's got it? Oh, this is a team with communication issues. Yep, both of them have communication issues. That's going to be fun all night. Those fly balls, those uh, pot flies up the middle like that. Yep, especially when we got guys fighting for territory in that infield fly. Maybe it's the outfield area. <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. squishy zone in there. It's going to be a problem if we're not careful. It oh, really my favorite guy. Mr. Cabbage oh, Patrick. Oh, the plate. <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you really feel about Raphael Devers? I can't. You just look. It's there. <laughs> Well, and Ooh. I'll tell you this: that massive wad of chew that he keeps in his in his cheek does not help things. It does at all. It does not even it, a little bit. It does if you got the, my perspective. Okay. Well, yeah. It's not a bad thing if you're floating the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling as affectionate toward him as I am. Okay. All right. <laughs> one and one. Pitch nine. Here we go. If he flies out, does he still get a milkshake? If he gets to fly, if he gets it out right here, Cole gets a milkshake. He wasn't headed toward the milkshake early, but he he uh, he really helped himself there against Schwarber. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh man! Wow, that was a big boy swing. The gas ninety nine. Jeez, that's a Garrett Cole we wanted to see. Although no milkshake, no milkshake. Sorry, no. man. <laughs> 
That's gonna. I, that's something we'll keep an eye on all night long. See who gets a milkshake tonight. I love it, man. <laughs> I love that. I think it's freaking awesome. Okay, the best. Right. And and here is the other one. Not not so much an immaculate inning, but if you got out in three pitches, did you foul that one off? Oh no, it was in. So if you got out in three pitches, you got tickets to a Mariners game. I was Whoa. I was never part of the battery when a pitcher got uh got him got tickets to a Mariners game. Actually, I don't think anybody did that season. Now that I think about it, wow, he barely got out of the way of that pitch. The two two mm-hmm. pitch is way out. Ooh, full count. Yep. 12 pitches, full count. Rafael Devers with two outs in the bottom of the first. If he gets him out here, Evaldi and Cole are going to be neck and neck already. Yep. Yeah, I think the, I think both of these teams are going to need to be a little bit more patient. I mean, this is a good at-bat by Devers. Oh, oh man. Where's Especially the... since he came back from down 1-2. That's a great at-bat. It is. That is a good job by Devers. Where's the spider tack when you need it? <laughs> Seriously, though. <laughs> oh man okay i got the offense and, d- and pitching up uh ready when you are we'll do it during the during the break maybe yeah we'll do it we'll get it during the break i think that'll work i don't know if mike farns is watching uh, the broadcast i hope he is but uh, i still have your tumbler <laughs> i'm using it right now <laughs> All right, baseball family. Garrett calls it 13 pitches right now. Xander Bogarts, 295 at the plate. So, Brig, real quick, I mean, while we're early here, with that's that's his 14th pitch. Yeah. Um, typically, you see guys go about 100 pitches. What do you think Cole's cutoff is tonight? Well, if it's cold, he might be limited closer to 70. Well, I was thinking maybe 120. You think they'll let him go if he's out there dealing, yeah, I mean, if he's dealing, I guess that is the the range. Either way, is twenty or twenty or so pitches, twenty five maybe, depending on how it's going. But if he's yeah. throwing that eighty eight mile an hour changeup for a strike, you can't beat that. Yeah, no. So I I don't know. I feel like if I mean, if it's a three to three game in the sixth inning, he's at hundred pitches. They're gonna pull him. But if it's if if he hasn't given up anybody. And he runs, and it's the sixth, seventh inning. He's at 100 pitches. I think they'll let him go. I think they'll let him keep going. I think you're right. Oh, did he not go around? Nah. I know. I'm just upset. I'm baseball family. You have to understand. I'm playing two sides here tonight. <laughs> I'm playing the baseball together side, but I'm also a rigid Yankees fan. And I say rigid with all the best intentions because we are not fun to be with when we are losing. <laughs> It's gonna get ugly. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and keep it together, but I might have to call Olivia down from bed to take over. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Rut row. Oh no, it's oh. gone. Oh no. Oh. Oh my god. We just got closer to 70 pitches there, Brad. Yeah. Xander Bogarts oh. straight away center field. Oh man, two nothing Yankees, bottom of the first. Two nothing Red Sox, Red Sox. Whoever it is, Brig, did you it, slip something in my drink? I, it, I let if you'd let me, I would. You <laughs> need to cheer. Yeah, come cheer. And then you need to have listened to me when I said go to bed. 
Okay, come and do your cheer. Yankees, 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 Yankees. Atta girl. Good yeah. job, Liv. He knows who pays the bills. <laughs> uh, well, it was funny walking around. My mom was in town. Ooh. My mom was in town, and as everybody knows, we are the low-A affiliate of the Boston Red Sox here in Greenville, South Carolina. And she was walking around wearing Red Sox apparel while she was here, and it was uh, painful to see how much love she received from perfect strangers. <laughs> Setting. Hi, Mom. She's on. She's watching. Okay. Should I go put and put the offense or the pitching up? What do you want, Brad? Go ahead and put the offense up. Put the Yankees offense up there. Okay. So, oh, there we go. Straight comparison. Yeah. All right. So, the tape. really, the what tape. this shows overall is that uh, is that the Red Sox have a much better offense. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Besides home runs. Besides home runs. Okay. Because the Yankees were tied for third with 222, but the Red Sox were right behind with 219. Okay, but the batting average is the is the glaring aspect for me. Um, Boston's third in the league with two sixty one. This is all American League. This is not MLB. This is just the American League. And the Yankees have a two thirty seven average, tied for thirteenth. Uh, the only team worse, I guess, there were two teams worse. I don't know what the fourteenth is, but I know the fifteenth was the Mariners had the lowest batting average in the league. So there's that. But then we've got OPS, Boston 328, uh, New York 322. Let's go down to runs. Boston 829 on the season, uh, New York 711. And then stolen bases. New York was a was a considerably better running team with 63 stolen bases. Boston had 40. And uh, the Yankees, as we know, with the guys on their team, they strike out a ton. Fourth in the league, fourth in the American League with 1,482 strikeouts on the year. Boston had 1,386. That is 11th towards the bottom of the league. So um, I don't I don't know that Garrett Cole is going to be able to get the strikeout numbers that he's used to against this team, but it would sure help them if he did. So Yeah, so here's, here's the problem with this series. Obviously, like you brought up earlier, Brad, they are 10 and 9 on the season with Boston in the league. That's why we're here at Fenway tonight. But – I feel like Boston can win one game any day. I don't know that Boston can win a series every time. I feel like the Yankees can lose any game one time, but they probably have a chance of winning out in a series format. That's why this game is going to be so interesting tonight because they are literally competing for uh, opposites track. (laughs) It's true. That's a great point. That is an excellent point. Um, so they just showed the replay on that pitch, and that changeup was like belt high, yeah. middle of the plate. That was a mistake by Cole for sure. That I guarantee that's not where that ball was supposed to be. Missed his spot, and Bogarts put it where it was supposed to be in the center field bleachers. Okay, I totally agree. Not supposed to be there. Nobody's happy about it. I'm sure. <laughs> labor torres leading off the top of the second inning oh two count an oh two 
is all so stressful. <laughs> I can't even imagine. It's like this whole week, I was like I told you, I was a mess with the Mariners in contention in the last week, down to the last day. So stressed out. Yeah, man. So stressed. And like I can't imagine what it, what it's gonna be like when they're uh when they win the division next year. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Brock West over to the house, by the way. What's up, Brock? Thanks for joining us. Two pitches outside. Nobody's chasing it. Glaber Torres will play discipline. Can't beat that. I love watching young guys sit there and work the plate, work the count, just work that pitcher over. Like, no, nah, man, I'm not taking that, which is what Devers just did, and that's why he was so successful as well. Mm-hmm. See, he keeps throwing it in that same spot. Come on, Evaldi. <laughs> Keep throwing balls, dude. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> All right, here's full count. Pitch number 17. Yeah, baby. Get after it. Go. No, you're supposed to drop that. I thought that might have carried. I did too. In New York, it would have been four rows deep. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Yeah. It probably would have been. Okay, three. But, you know, who's down (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Baseball family, we're really glad you're here with us. Hope you're enjoying the broadcast as much as we are. And in place of this week's uh, episode. Ooh, Brett Gardner's at the plate, Brad. Look how tall. I know. That's what I told you. He's batting after Glaber Torres. Yeah, but look at He's just so tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's the tallest guy in the batter's box right now. He is, man. He, he really is. Oh, same spot. What is he doing? He's That was crazy. Can't throw that against a left-handed pitcher or batter. Wow. Oh. Brad, I'm literally leaning forward and bouncing. <laughs> I feel like Muhammad Ali. So how about this, Brig? Are the have the Yankees been a team uh that scores more in the early early innings or more in the late innings? L- late for sure. That's why I'm not yeah. terribly worried yet. It'll be all right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Brett, that was a strike, bud. It was an okay pitch, take, though. That's a good no, pitch. That was yeah, on the black. That was a great pitch. It was an okay take as well. Being a 1-1 pitch, not, not a bad one to take. But now we know where he's calling that, and we're gonna, we have to watch for it. Right. And so this is the thing that drives me crazy, seeing these guys uh, out there shaking their head at a ball in the corner like that. Like, no, that's not a strike. That's not a strike. Robo umps would solve that problem. Yep. And that one right there. Yes. He'd be punched out right there. Yep. So, like, it, and I understand it's tough. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand how, that it is very hard, but you would have a more consistent strike zone. I've seen a couple graphics. Oh, um, strike based, Uh So, I've seen a couple graphics over the last few weeks. Uh, there's a website. I can't think of what it is off the top of my head. If anybody knows, go ahead and put it in the uh, in the chat for me. Um, but what they'll do is they'll put together an evaluation of an umpire strike zone. Uh, it'll have a graphic that shows like the actual strike zone, and then it will uh, basically 
show what their established strike zone is. So like if they're calling balls inside on a certain part of the plate, if they're calling uh, strikes outside on like off the plate and sometimes they're like pentagons oh. where it's, Oh, he's there. Yes. Urshela with a little dinky freaking swinging like- bunt, a swinging bunt. But anyway, so sometimes they'll be like it'll be like a pentagon. Like there'll be like a, a strike up high out of the zone, and then you know they'll establish the edges, but then they'll have like a strike low, right? Yeah, and well, it can get really bad, really yeah. bad. I want to see that if you've got them, uh, if you can find the link, or if somebody else can jump on there and dump it in there. I will. Um, I'll get on Facebook because there's a there's a Mariners group that I'm a part of where somebody uh, posts those in there regularly. Okay. So I'll I'll grab some. I'll hop in there real quick and grab one, and yeah. then we can throw it up on the screen. Because there was one in particular where you could see the strike down low that had been established for the zone that day. Yeah, it was a it was a third strike called on Jared Kelnick, and it was ugly. It's way low. So I'll see if I can find it. All right. It was a few days ago, so it's going to be a lot of scrolling. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> So right now, for those of you watching, uh, Gio Urshela playing third base goes diving into the Rays dugout at Yankee Stadium. To use Michael Kay's phrase, with no regard for his body, and he takes a beating yeah. on the bench uh, inside his left hip flexor. Oh, dude, Higgy, what are you swinging at that for, man? Trying to tie it up with one runner on. Just play small ball, dude. A swinging bunt works just fine. We just saw that. All right. Here we go. Two outs, 0-2 pitch. Kyle Higashioka's batting 181 this season. He's a guy known for timely hits, though, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, good job. G-O-O-D-E-Y-E. Good eye. Good eye. I just I found that and I just sent it to you, Brig. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna look at it. So, go ahead and save it, and we will uh, we'll put it up during the commercial, so we can so we can examine a little Good bit. Yeah. Okay. So, one pitch. Here it goes pitch number twenty-seven. Oh, fouled it back. Fouled back. Ninety-six mile an hour fastball right down the pipe. Jeez. So let's see. His last Evaldi, they have a graphic up. So his last postseason appearance was in 2018, Game Three of the World Series. Wow, six innings in relief, which was the longest relief situation. No, he did not. He went around. He's gone. Oh, he didn't go. Did he go? Did he really he go? Did. He. I think he did. It's hard to tell from the front. See, look. We'll, we'll see here. Look here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. It's hard to tell from the front. You never can tell from the front, which I think is funny because, like, in the even in the minor leagues in, uh, like, the lower levels where they um, where they only have two umpires on the field, yeah. they'll ask the umpire stand out by second base, like, could I get some help out there? He doesn't know. He knows as well as we do. That's, That's so right. stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, man. Makes no All right, sense. Link, but in the meantime, why don't you give us our uh offense or a pitching comparison? 
Okay. All right. So we have let's let's first look at ERA. In Boston, they have a four point two six team ERA in New York, three point six seven. That's good enough for third in the American League. So I went through and I cherry picked some stats here. I wanted to have a good comparison so you kind of get an idea of what uh what we're looking at with each pitching staff here. So I went hits per nine, strikeouts per nine, walks per nine, whip, if you will and strikeout to walk ratio so that's uh for every walk this is how many guys are striking out so let's start with hits per nine uh new york is allowing 7.8 good enough for third in the american league as well and then boston 8.9 hits per nine that's 14th um so i don't know i feel like i feel like new york what they're doing is they're giving up more uh, i guess more total bases per hit than uh than what boston is because i feel like they're giving up home runs in that situation but anyways uh oh you want to back up sorry yeah yeah go ahead so strikeouts per nine new york 9.8 boston 9.7 that's second and third respectively in the american league walks per nine 3.1 for new york 3.5 for boston whip it's one of my favorite statisticals um <laughs> new york 1.209. That's basically the number of ba- uh, base runners they're giving up every inning. That's third in the American League. 1.378 for Boston. And then strikeout to walk ratio, 3.19 for New York and 2.8 for Boston. Basically, what this show, I mean, if you look at it, like Boston or uh, New York has one of the best pitching staffs in the American League. Just hands down, they're, they're great. And so far, it's been the issue. <laughs> Um, yep. You know, their best pitcher got your ace going tonight. You would think that it would still be zero, zero, but you miss on one pitch. These guys are good enough. They're going to, that's what I'm saying. It's one pitch. He missed on one. Yep. That's all it takes. Yep. All it takes. Well, okay. Baseball family, as we jump in here to the third inning, we want to go ahead and invite a special guest on to the show. You know him as member of the Not Another Redeeming Qualities podcast. <laughs> not another, re- no redeeming qualities. No redeeming queue. qualities. Sorry, everybody has not another. Zip, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why don't I just bring you on the show and you can absolve me of all my can they, can they see me or can they just hear me? You're <laughs> <laughs> not answering my question. We couldn't hear you. You were cutting out. I can hear you. Oh, okay. The internet is being absolute crap right now. So, oh okay. no! If I'm, if I'm choppy, I have to pull a record. Call it here. It's got the internet. So, you guys get another hurricane down there in Houston? Is that what happened? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live about an hour and a half north of Houston. Yeah. So if the hurricane hits where I live, it's not great. Oh! Oh! Ah! Oh. More communication issues. Okay, are oh, you? Are I'm you, a few seconds behind you, Brig. I was going to say, I hope I, I hope we're safe to worry about that. What did you just see then? Just got foul tip, fouled up. No, that's not foul. Ah, it is foul. Yeah, we just had a foul ball down the line. Okay, I, I just finished all the replays of that. Okay. Okay. You're way you ahead. To, you want me to pause myself for just two shakes? Yeah, probably. Maybe just two shakes, yeah. 
maybe two shakes because that's about how far behind you I am. I think half a he shake. just struck out. He spiked one on the plate. Yeah, where the hell? Where, where's Bob? <laughs> I even told Bob before it. I said, "Hey, this is this is family friendly. You know, you gotta <laughs> tone it down." And he yeah. was like, he literally said, "Yikes!" He said, "Oh, yikes!" <laughs> thought, That's not reassuring. I know. I told. I said. Okay, weeks he ago, said he's, he sure said he's here. His mouth. <laughs> yeah, he said he's here. I don't you have a break. You have ready to go. Have me backstage. This is this might be a disaster. yeah. Y'all had me backstage the whole time. <laughs> oh, man, I was like, these losers have me backstage. <laughs> yeah. Can you in the green room, Bob? There's yeah, we call it the green room. It's much more dignified. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. You want me to sit on this black couch? You want me to do what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so we're watching my absolute favorite teams play. We all love them. We all love them, Bob. Let's be honest. Win or lose, we all hate the Yankees. So, uh, oh, what is this? Is he a Yankees fan? I'm so sorry. Yeah, he actually is. All day, every day, baby. Oh man! So I'm hey, glad. Yeah, sorry that... about sorry about the uh, Seattle not making the playoffs. At least y'all. Yeah. Y'all you know, got really good somehow. <laughs> Even after I stole Graveman from you. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I, I got to thank you guys personally for Abraham welcome. Toro. Yeah, you're welcome. Man, yeah. That dude is I legit. I know. That was a he real a major role down the stretch, especially. All right, awesome. all right, all right. And oh, double. Oh no! Oh, I'm wait, are you five uh, seconds wait, 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 Where are you at? He just scored. He just got on base at second base. Yeah, down at the base of the wall, right below. Oh the man, I'm, then I'm wait. Maybe I'm super behind. Hold on. Okay, I saw the double happen. Then I'm the one who saw. Am I the only one who saw oh, it happen in real no, time? Happen first. Yeah, you heard it from Bob first. It's like we're all talking. It's like we're all talking to ourselves at different periods of time. So I'm the play-by-play guy. All right. Oh yeah, the person who is absolutely least qualified. Literally the least qualified. You, I could. I, Bob's entire life, the, the 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 life of every member of Bob's family, could hinge on Bob's ability to correctly call a foul in basketball, and oh he would God. die. He can't oh do it. God. He can't do it. it just... I'm the guy that everyone likes to ruin the f- like. They ruin my fun at the baseball game where I'm the guy that gets overexcited. Where I think, it... oh no, oh, oh no, he left us on a cliffhanger. The suspense. <laughs> He's got good internet. I don't know why that's happening to him. A movie or what? What just happened? I don't know what that was. Did I go out? Okay. Yeah, you did. Repeat and, uh, the story. I was like, I'm the guy that thinks everything's a home run, and then they have to ruin my fun. <laughs> like, that's me. Yeah. I'm that guy. So, Every pop fly is a possible home that's run. What, that's what I mean. Every yeah, pop yeah. fly is a possible home run. Anyway, we're supposed so, to be calling a baseball game. So, Bob, I, I'm going to have to call you up when I, go to a game and, when I go to Houston because we can even each other out because I don't think any ball is going to be a home run <laughs> until it clears the fence. <laughs> oh, you're that jerk. Okay. Man, I never Game that's with. nothing that's nothing <laughs> it's off the wall okay 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 <laughs> yeah. you know he's right all the time mm-hmm. all right shut up Brad. here comes garrett cole with another pitch 
He's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's the disturbing part. One, two, he had a simple style of announcement. Uh, here comes another Hemingway of you. Here comes the guy to throw a ball. And we were all sad. Do you want to fight? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was a noble ball, and it was true. You know, Bob, you, you, you tried. You tried. I, I wish there was a position in baseball that was purely just yelling at umpires when they get strike calls wrong, and yeah. I want to be that guy. There is. The there manager. is. It's an official position. It's the it's the fans. That's what we do. Ah, there you go. We are. I think. I think that if we. I think we could switch to only robot umpires as long as they bring out the robot for the manager to yell at. <laughs> That's my only comment. They to wheel it out, and he comes out and throws his hat because it, it ultimately say, he has gets to take one it, swing it, at it with at the it, bat, like <laughs> or just yelling at an inanimate object. Hey, right, here comes Use Garrett Cole with another oh, yeah, Sorry. <laughs> But let, let's be honest, Zip. Most of the time, wild as like, hell. That was that pitch sucked. <laughs> All right. It does most of the time feel like they're yelling at an inanimate object anyway. <laughs> All right, yeah. get it together, Cole. You look awful with all these Yankee hats. You sound like a guy who lied on his resume about knowing what baseball is. <laughs> oh man. What do you know about baseball? You know the pitches. Yeah, you know. The dirt. Garrett Cole didn't have any facial hair, yet something about him with all these Yankee hair rules makes him look like a huge dork. I don't know what happened or what changed because he had no facial hair. Get away. Run. You walk away. Didn't even swing. (laughs) That was – I don't know why. What a weird strike call. That – that's weird that he didn't swing at that. That was a good pitch. It was a great pitch. But like I said earlier, we know what Joe West has established, that black now, right? So he's calling it on yeah. both sides of the plate, and that is terrific information. Everybody should be watching that. Why did he – what I mean is by a weird strike call, I mean the way he threw his arm. He was like, karate chop. Like, Oh, that's Joe West. You're, you're not worried about the pitch. You're worried about how he rung him up. <laughs> now you're, yes, now you're starting to understand sports with Bob. <laughs> I did. I thought he was like, he's half safe. Like, he half didn't swing. Like, <laughs> that, that thing umpires do. All right. We got a half leprechaun strike. at the plate. All right. Uh, yeah, half strike. <laughs> okay, I I do want to talk Ooh. to you guys about the Astros though. Please, okay, because okay. that is something that I know. That's something that Bob knows something. I, about, that, I do know least, quite right? a bit about the Astros. Yes, all right, very good, very good. So, is there anything you guys are concerned about during the playoffs here? Do you have oh. any concern during this playoff run? God, bullpen stability. Uh, yeah. And uh, consistency the of the batting. The White Sox bullpen. Uh, like, okay, and the White Sox, when, when we absolutely steamrolled them multiple times, they were not at full strength. And so that is something to be concerned about. But that being said, 
like that's just due to our that's up to our pitching and McCullers is on a hot streak like McCullers is dominating right now Fromber is not up to what he was at the beginning of the season those first like let's say six games seven games uh but yeah they were in at full strength now they are and uh it's really up to the bullpen like our lineup is everybody's back now like nobody's injured anymore they're all getting cranked up and we are like it's just what houston is it's clutch city everybody comes in during playoffs it's like our batting lineup like oh man like i don't know what do you got zip I'm watching the game. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> well, it's guess what? It's it's uh, 007 time. So commercial break. It's always 007 time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is okay. that Christian or Royal? Anyway, baseball. Out? Yeah. Okay. All right. Astros. Sorry. Go ahead. Go Zip. ahead. Zip. Have you ever actually eaten Cracker Jacks at a baseball game? No. I have Did not. you know that the song was written by someone who'd never even been? I did. We talked about that, what, two, three weeks ago, I think? I probably learned it from your show. (laughs) (laughs) I probably just repeated a fact back to you that I learned from you. (laughs) I'd say that there is a very solid chance that's what just happened. Uh, Do you have any concerns about the Astros, Zip? That's uh, the question. I already said it. I'm concerned about the White Sox, mostly from their bullpen. Uh, I don't know what to think about. I, I think that. I think that it's going to be a World Series. Obviously, I'm horribly biased, but I think it's going to be Astros-Giants in the World Series. And I don't know how that's going to go. Honestly, I'm more concerned about the White Sox than I am the Rays. I think we've got the Rays, like, on our – like, we've got them – we've got the Rays down. How did they they do against the Rays this year? We – I think – uh, we beat them well, two to three in the last series, which was just this literally our last series that we played oh, uh, yeah, of the yeah. season. And uh, I don't know. How did we do? Uh, you'd have to look that up. I can't remember hey, earlier. Can you guys tell whoever this Buffalo Bills fan is that just said that we're clutch city except <laughs> in football? Tell them that they are correct. <laughs> tell them that that was a fair statement to make and i'm not gonna sit here and act like the 40 oh, to 0 ass whooping didn't just happen like I was gonna say, correct. there's nothing worse than a 40 to 0 loss because you think you couldn't just get one field goal you couldn't sneak <laughs> one touchdown in during garbage time like really <laughs> all that and nothing like because at least it was like 10 to 0 you're like oh it was just a real you know, defense heavy game, but no, Lynn person, whoever this is, is correct. Oh, the Texans want me to make me want to eat molten lead right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather oh, scoop out my eyes with the melon baller and stick my head in a bucket of lye. Like, that's how bad I <laughs> I hate the Texans right now. Like, it's bad. That's that's it's valid. That it's definitely graphic. valid. But no, Carlos Correa is playing out of his shoes. Uh, Altuve's back on track. Like, if the Yankees think they're going to play us, like, I'm sorry, but Altuve literally owns you. Like, literally, any time that you want to, like, yell at Altuve in Yankee Stadium. Backfire on Yankees fans when they try, when they do that to Altuve. It always seems specifically to backfire on Yankees fans. I yeah. can't remember the last time he didn't hit like a three run home run against the Yankees. Uh, 
Well, he puts everything he has into every swing. Like his bat swings him. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That man is a human like batting machine. Like it's yeah. insane. Uh, now, I'll tell you what the, I'm excited for. He's is the strongest guy night. in the locker room, apparently. What was that, Zip? I was going to say tomorrow night is the wild card game I'm excited for because I hate the Cardinals, and I don't know where Bob just went. He's gone. Bob's gone. Okay, well, he might have lost his internet. Uh, oh, I'm I hate the Cardinals, and I used to not hate the Dodgers, but they've made me hate them. And – I'm just happy that tomorrow night at least one of those fan bases is going to put their little heads on their pillows and be sad because they missed the playoffs. <laughs> a single limit. You, for some reason, play a sport with 162 games where they go, you know what? You know, next score wins. You know, why not? You know, like, <laughs> that's how it feels. You know, but it's I'll, just I'll so great. You, I want it to be the Dodgers because they're like, oh, we're going to repeat. It's like, no, you're not because you're going to lose in the wild card game. Anyway, <laughs> some reason I was kicked out of the room and came back. So, hello. <laughs> hey, the game's on. And <laughs> I went on a rant. Some, Sorry, somebody's Bob. batting. Oh, it's fine. I'm watching the game. Somebody's bad. Anthony Rizzo, back to the top of the order for the Yankees. Um, no, Zip, I think you got a valid point, though, with that next score wins at the wild card game. Like, yeah. it is weird. It's weird. But at the same time, it really puts emphasis on winning your division. And that's something Brig talks about a lot is that he thinks it's important to have a division race. And if that's what it takes to get it, you know, well, they need, to add, they need to add two more. How many? How many? What would it take to balance it out? One more in each league, right? Yeah. Two teams. Yeah. So they just need to expand like and make more divisions because then you have the division winners and then you can do all these you can do even more a single elimination games just open the whole thing up well and this is this is the thing and too. then also it'll get texas out of the freaking al west for some reason so yes. you know how late we have to stay up to watch them yeah and it's sucks. always when they're playing the a's that's all you, you ever get Seattle because you're not watching those games in seattle hmm? <laughs> who's hurt what? what was it? What was that break? Seattle. Seattle needs to be in the National League. Perfect. I don't know about that. Just put every California, every team on the West Coast should be in yeah. one division. The end. Yeah, for the love of God, make it make sense. You know, yeah. it, it, it seems does. like it such an inefficient system. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Bob, I I was I've been meaning to tell you this, so they're here, so I'll I'll just bring it up. You guys talked about uh. A, a minor league baseball team in Utah that did a polygamy night where your second wife got in free. Yeah. That better be Bob, a lie. <laughs> like, no, uh, apparently he's he is from Mormon country, so I believe I, I if he says it, I believe it. I thought Aren't these you from Mormon made country? that illegal. Like, <laughs> yes, okay. I'm sorry. I should I should not phrase it as Mormon country. No, it's fine. It Utah milk and honey is what we like to call it. Is that really what you guys no. call it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was we like, that's a bit the land of salt and I mean, dead earth. Like, I was going to say, it's very scenic, but I don't know if I go that far. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. By the way, Anthony Rizzo was still at the plate. <laughs> I was just about to say, Rizzo was, I was still say, he, he I found just realized off. that it's. I was like, we're here for the third inning. Hope we yeah. should be leaving suited. We're going to quit ruining the like, whole I thing. I thought it was Frankenstein. And it's literally it the top of the still with one out. All oh. right, he's going to swing. Hey, he swings. It goes into Another. the grass. It was not a 
My another fifteen hand. pitch at bat for Rizzo. <laughs> this is that was pitch six. This will be seven. Oh my goodness! Do you think, do you think, Bob, that there is a market for people who are super casual fans of a sports team that if you paid a discount rate to watch an Astros game, it's just a guy vaguely describing like a pitch is thrown. All right. Hit. Okay. Pinocchio looking dude with the ears throws another pitch. And oh, wow. wow. He swings and he's out. The end. 99 miles an hour straight down the pipe. That was a good one. That was his fourth strikeout tonight. Hey, all right. He's. Yeah, that was. That's right pitch number Broadway. 38. Are you guys those types of baseball fans where you know baseball so much you can tell what kind of pitch he's throwing by looking at the pitcher? It depends on the angle. Hmm. Depends on where I'm sitting. Sometimes I can. Hey, Frankenstein's at the plate, everyone. <laughs> oh, okay, I have I have oh, one more question for you guys. Oh, he's gonna catch that, and then pop fly. Frankenstein's out. Okay, real quick, last thing before we go: Is Correa coming back to Houston this next year? Nah, no. Probably. I want him to, but uh, no, he wants a lot of money. More money than his batting average is worth. Like, his infield play, oh my God, are you kidding me? That dude is the best shortstop in the league. Like, ah! Like, him matched up with Tuve is the best defensive combination in the last 15, 20 years. Like, at least one of them. Top Top, five. Top-notch analysis there. Very good. You know, with the shortstops, like... Very good. Oh, I love it. I'm so sorry. What do you want from me? You do not make this anyway. is what we want from you. Yes. What we want. This is what we brought you no. on, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. But hey, real quick, you guys have your October Spooktoberfest, right? Is that, that is going next on right week. Next week. Uh, okay. Our, where Bob and I sit in one sitting, we watch is four to possibly eight horror movies in one sitting. Uh, and the, we don't know what the theme's going to be. It's still ongoing. Uh, but right now in the lead is Aliens. A whole, not the franchise Aliens, but a whole slew of horror movies involving Aliens. Uh, Very nice. So, a big, I hate, I, 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 pile I, of aliens. I don't have the, I can't, like, watching two movies in a row is like a chore for me. So this, <laughs> I hate doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I derive, I derive very little pleasure from this. Bob loves it. Bob loves marathon movie stuff. But I do. It's a lot awesome. of fun. I'm not okay. going to lie. So Fantastic. on that line of thinking, last question, how excited are you on a scale of one to pee in your pants for the new Halloween film? Oh, man. I didn't even watch the last one. It yeah, was that's awesome. I know. Uh, it looks like fun, though. Like, if you yeah. watch the trailer, it looks like so much fun. I need to, I, at this point, I need to see Michael Myers against something other than Buster Rhymes or Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, <laughs> there has to be something in between Buster Rhymes and Jamie Lee Curtis for us yeah. to have Michael Myers fight against. That know. being said, it's a town full of drunks, and that's what I want. That's my favorite. Which one is it that it's that's, that I Michael think four or that, five? That four words, where, yeah. where it's like the town posse of drunk rednecks just go hunting for Michael Myers, and it's yeah. like that's probably realistic how that would happen. Yeah. It yeah. Is. And I think they all get shot by each other. Like that's right. It doesn't end well. It rarely ends well for the for the rednecks. Yeah, well. 
Ain't that the way? Who? Okay, they just threw a graphic on Fury versus Wilder three. Anybody else but me excited about that? Oh, dude, uh, I love I love Fury. I just love his horrible I... physique. Yes, <laughs> such impressive display. You just of got skills. beat by a fat man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's just. It's. it's... <laughs> I hope he he's got to win. Think if, I, I think. think if boxing had more Tyson Furies, there'd be. Boxing would be more popular than it is, or more mainstream than it is now. Sure. It needs more personality. Yeah, like a British uh, gypsy wearing an American flag set of trunks in his yeah. pile fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was Cole. like, also, he's supposedly named after Mike Tyson. He is. He looks like he is 10 years older than Mike Tyson. (laughs) (laughs) That's why that surprised me. Was he looking into his story? I know it's, uh, I know he did a lot of cocaine. I think that's about it. He's a recovering addict and he's, he was in this couple of big car accidents and everything. It's like, his story is amazing. So go look it up if you want. Yeah. His, his body's a pile of crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a, a mound of bubble chewed bubble gum just. <laughs> oh no oh this is the worst this is horrible the, the Red Sox are just Cole? smashing the Yankees right now with home runs zeros like, to two Boston Wow. Schwarber just smashed Great. that one. Not Great. over the monster. Yeah. That was over uh, right field. So Garrett Man. Cole, the last time he faced the Yank or faced the, the Astros, it was kind of like a homecoming thing. It was right after we had gone to New York and we like Altuve smashed that one big grand slam. Cole came over and just shut us down like a nine inning game it was nuts cole just did a shutout on us it was insane uh cole still got it but right now he is just he getting smashed he's getting he beat just up missed a dinger bob i we are talking about it right now so i thought i was paying i was paying attention no. to my timeline what did you think we were just saying? We just said Schwarber <laughs> hit a home run to wasn't right field. What more do you want me to say? I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. I admit. You're an idiot. <laughs> do you have your pound of flesh? You know, like. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, we're, we're going to let you guys. I'm like, I'm like okay. nine seconds Okay, delayed. okay. We'll get okay. out of here. We'll get okay. out of here. We'll let you guys go. You guys, uh, <laughs> thanks right. for joining us, guys. Yeah. Right. 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 We appreciate it. All right, see you guys. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> They're a good time. I like those guys from NRQ. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. I'm sorry I got the name of their podcast wrong. Everybody <laughs> else has not another something. So <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we've we've been on a couple of not another sports podcast episodes. And I actually have a buddy who has a well had a podcast called Not Another Football Podcast. Right. So but there's no redeeming qualities. That's the podcast that they host together, mm-hmm. and yep. it is riotous. Riotous is a perfect way to describe it. Thank you. Incredibly irreverent and out of control, but a lot of fun if you're Absolutely into it. Absolutely true. <laughs> Garrett Cole is having a really hard time. He is. He's struggling. So he gave up a home run to Kyle Schwarber, and then what happened? I missed what was going on in first base. I, I miss it too. 
My five-year-old here, so- and she still doesn't want to go to bed. So I am pulling double duty still. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> All right, so that. Oh, that's Kike Hernandez on first base. Yeah, got Rafael Devers up to up to bat. Well, Kike, what so, happened with Kike is he hit a little dribbler up the third baseline. Mm. I don't know if it was a bunt or if it was a swinging bunt or what. I don't know. I didn't see it, but uh, I know Garrett Cole went after it and then just didn't even make the throw. So yeah, yeah, I, I, that's true. I did see it. Like I did see him pick it up right next to the foul line. I wonder if they were letting it, trying to let it. Uh, let it roll but like i said i didn't see so i'm not going to speculate too much because i'm sure everybody else watching did see it everybody but us saw it and wouldn't that be the way (laughs) yep (laughs) all right the one one pinch pinch number 47 it's the bottom of the third we have one runner on first base i think you're right though brig i think we're gonna see garrett cole make it closer to maybe 70 75 pitches tonight with the way things are going that's what it felt like to begin i see look dude you can't do that, Garrett. I'm like a whole pitch behind you. My dad just wanted me Ooh, to man. hear the come out of my mouth. I told him no. <laughs> Brad, will you tell Brent Berthold what the score is, please? The score is 3-0. to zero. Uh, The Boston Red Sox are winning. What's the nickname for the Red Sox? Do they have like, I mean, obviously besides the Red Sox, but they have like... We always so call like, them the Bow Sox. The Bow Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, you got the the Bow Sox. I was curious if there was like any other thing like the Yankees have like if there's like another arrogant name that they go by, like the Yankees have what is I guess it's the Cowboys who are America's team, right? Do the yeah. Yankees have and some other thing they refer to themselves as? The Bronx Bombers. Yeah. That doesn't feel like it's quite it's not arrogant, Brad. No, it's not. That's what I say. It's not. It's not like one of those arrogant, self grandiose, grand, uh, self-grandizing oh. nicknames. Oh. Bro, that was the third ball. It's now full count. Forty-nine pitches. This dude cannot hit the zone right now. Brig, your mom says we always call them the winners. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's only been true recently. <laughs> Oh man, Jeez. <laughs> Wait, I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, what kind of damage did the Red Sox do to the Yankees organization in 04 for the Yankees to have only won one World Series since that that massive collapse? Yeah. Like that's Which, been a big deal. It has been. And are we gonna go ahead and just is A-Rod a part of this? Like you said, A-Rod left Seattle, and then they finally had their first winning season in a really long time. Well, it wasn't so much that. It was that they went on uh, – because they made the playoffs in 2000. That was his last year with the Mariners. And then in 2001, after he was gone, uh, they won 116 games. So it wasn't so much that they went on and had – like you said, wasn't their first winning season. It was just – it was a historic season that wasn't able to be finished. Um, yeah. Oh, Cole is done. Oh, they pulled him already. 50 pitches. 50 pitches. The third. I mean, that's the right decision, though. It is. It, you, you've got to have a short leash on all your guys tonight. Yep. Three runs, two on, nobody out in the third. Man, two plus for Cole. Yikes. Oh, look at Cora is so excited about that. Well, and how could he not be, honestly? 
Well, I mean, get you want to get into that bullpen, right? That's typically the way it goes with most teams. That's what you want to do is want to get into their bullpen. Yeah. Um, Seattle, I, I, that wasn't the case this season. It was sometimes I feel like the pit, the starter got to go a little bit too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that what we're going to see is a shift now because if New York's bullpen can start to really sl- shut the door a little bit, um, that'll buy us some time. Being how it's only the third inning. Hopefully yeah, it's still real early. Yeah, we got we got plenty of time, and they're a little bit of a late life team anyway. What can you tell us about Clay Holmes, Brig? Clay Holmes, he's coming in. Is that who they called in? That's who they called in, Clay Holmes. All right, Clay Holmes has been in the league since 2018. Throws right, bats right when he is batting, and as of <laughs> obviously he's only four years in the league. But uh, with the Yankees, only been here, so they moved him from Pittsburgh, right? But um, with the Yankees, he has uh, won five games, lost two games out of 25 appearances. He's got an ERA in New York this season, 1.61 overall. I have five appearances this season with the Yankees. Oh, yeah, five appearances is right. So um, I'm curious if he's being brought in here as an inning eater for a little bit, just so they can give somebody else more of a chance to get warm uh, or at least stop the bleeding at the very least. Right. Right. Well, and that's, that's exactly what I just said, right? Like we just need to shut the door a little bit buy our offense, a little bit of time, and then we can get that late life going. And I think if we can do that, we're going to be in really good shape. But we got to get, we got to make Nathan Ivaldi work a lot harder than he's working right now. That's absolutely what's going to need to happen. Because if this dude, this dude needs to get up closer to 70, 80 pitches before we can start eating away at him anyway. Yeah. It, yeah. It's true. And, but, you know, it's hard when the guy's just up there throwing strikes. Yeah. You know, like I've always been a big proponent of, you know, mix it up, try to get guys to chase and stuff. But sometimes just getting out there and getting, getting down to business and uh, forcing guys to swing, it gets it going for you. And, and that seems on, to be what's on. going for Evaldi. When you're on, you're on. That's a great yep. play Holmes. Look at that. Xander Bogart's back up to the plate. One for one with a two run Homer. I don't know if you know, but he played shortstop. <laughs> I think I recall. Do you, is that something you were aware of, Brad? <laughs> vaguely <laughs> here's the thing so jonathan mullins Brick, can you put this up on the screen i want to i want to talk yeah. about this for a minute yeah uh so he says cole isn't mentally built for big games 300 million dollar guy and can't figure it out so this is the thing that's crazy is that his garrett cole has not been like outstanding in in the postseason Mm-mm. so he's i mean he's got a uh let's see here i just clicked away from it but anyways at least, let's see, with with Pittsburgh, he was fine. Like I'm just going off of like his outings here: six, five, five, seven, six, seven and two thirds. You know, so he's gone late in games, except for the last last year he did not. So his he got progressive. I do specifically remember he got progressively worse as the playoffs went on. Right? Yeah, he did. Went seven innings and. Uh, 
and the Yankees ended up winning that one. But he had a, he had a lot of run support, twelve to three, went six innings in his next outing, but ended up with a lot of run support, nine to three, and then five and a third in uh, against against the Rays, and they ended up losing two to one. So he, I don't know, he hasn't he wasn't real bad last year, um, but it was one of those things like with the Astros. Remember with uh, with the Nats against the Nats, it was almost like you want what right they wanted cole to go or was it verlander you wanted to that's what it was verlander i'm i'm trying to remember on the spot here it was verlander who was really struggling and cole was not brought in in relief that's right and that was the end of the romance with uh with the astros yeah he wasn't brought in with really in a relief situation he should have been but yeah but i don't know it's it's interesting because we've definitely seen a drop off this year with Cole, and I'm curious how much of that has to do with the sticky stuff. Um, you can't at least in correlation. You I just can't. the timing does not lie. Yep, Here's it's a, it's a little it's spooky. It's suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's a wild pitch. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest with you, Brig. I think if um if Gary Sanchez was back there, that ball would have been back to the backstop. It would have been. That's why they got Higgy back there, bro. But you know what? Yeah. Speaking of lineup issues, DJ LeMahieu is not on the field tonight for the New York Yankees. Oh, great stop by Urshela. One, two, double play. Out of the inning with two runners on. Woo! Sorry, are you behind? I am. I'm a pitch behind. There it is. Double play. Oh, great snag. He even bobbled it at third. Man, he he bailed him out, though. That's for sure. He came in. Totally. Yeah, that's a great play. That's a great play at third base. Well, so back to third base. DJ LeMahieu's not playing tonight for the right. A-Q. And he has a sports hernia, and that's that's a problem, right? That's- well, he said he wanted to play through it. I wonder if they don't necessarily want him out there the entire game, that they're fine uh, bringing him in to pinch hit or or maybe a defensive replacement towards the end of the game. I don't know. But I think that's something to keep an eye out for is are they going to bring DJ LeMahieu in for a pinch hit appearance late in the game? Yep, it's very possible. And what's interesting, though, is that now we have big roster changes in the clutch moment, right? We need we need consistency mm-hmm. to win ball games, right? Like consistent lineups, consistent cohesion, consistent chemistry on the field, or whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. I, you think that would be a bigger deal than they're playing it up to be, and we've got. Uh, what you call it? DJ LeMahieu is out, and we've got Gary Sanchez not behind the plate, which, again, I think is a great thing. And Kyle Higashioka has played a lot behind the plate this season, so I don't consider that a major shift, but it just is – it just is a, a, a thing. It's a change, right? There's two big changes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, real quick, between innings here, we have uh, – I want to do some today in baseball history real quick. Uh, going into the, what are we at? We're going to the top of the fourth inning here. So I have one real quick for you, Brig. Okay. I'm just, I just want to pepper these throughout tonight. How about that? 
So All right. I'm a little scared, but I'm like, <laughs> here's a good one. This is a good one. 1928. Okay. Lou Gehrig unloads a three run home run in the first inning of game two. Grover Cleveland, Alexander Jr. The third, the hero of the 1926 series between the Yankees and Cardinals is driven from the game in the third inning as New York cruises nine to three to take a two one series lead. Wow. That's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. And I love me some Lou Gehrig. <laughs> I know you do. I saw I saw his name right at the beginning of that one. I thought I'd jump in there and do that one. Hey, why don't we like just take it. a quick break really quick? And uh, I'm going to tuck my kid into bed so she can go have a comfortable evening. And then I'll be right go. back down. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Go ahead and do it. Thanks. I guess I'm flying solo for a little bit. So let's do some more today in baseball history. If anybody has any comments, questions, concerns, whatever, if you want to send them in the comments, that'd be just fine. I can still see them even without break. So um, let's go 1997. Um, Mike Mussino, one of my favorite 90s pitchers, beats Seattle and Randy Johnson for the second time and gives the Orioles their second straight trip to the ALCS. Mussina pitches a two-hitter for seven innings to win the game and the series by a three-to-one margin. All right, we're back. We're at the top of the fourth inning. Looks like the the ESPN crew is talking to Aaron Boone right now. Dead man walking, by the way. I don't think Boone's making out of this season alive, regardless of what happens. I think the, the Yankees could win the World Series, and that would be the end of the line for him. Uh, he lost this team in, like, July, August, something like that. I don't know, partway through the season, and it was not good for him. Uh, so I'm like a pitch behind, I think, live. Uh, I'm streaming the game on my computer. And uh, so I've got Stanton with a one-two count on an 80-mile-an-hour curveball. Um, I don't know, last time he hit that big single off the wall. I'm curious if he hits if he hits another big towering ball off the wall. I'm curious if he'll actually run it out and get to second this time or if he'll stand there and watch it or he'll just strike out on a high fastball. Holy smokes, 99. Man, that is gas. Amazing. That was unreal. Stan looked like he was caught off guard on that pitch. I think he was looking off, thinking off speed. He looked scared, kind of. <laughs> that was crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> unreal. Did you guys see the hook on that one? That 79 mile or curveball, that thing was awesome. I'm a big pitching nerd. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of watching the game. I was a catcher growing up, so I dealt with pitchers a lot, but I was never actually able to pitch mostly because I could never get the snap on the curveball to get it to actually curve. So I have a lot of respect for guys who can and who can do it well, and I love watching it. So Joey Gallo with a 1-1 count right now. Babyface Joey Gallo. We talked about this the other day that he just looks goofy without his beard, that he should have been allowed to keep it. Um, He looks like he's 14, 15 years old again, except he's like juicing because he's massive. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he looks like a juiced up 15-year-old because he's enormous. The dude is huge. So, so far, Ivaldi has... uh, Five, five, six strikeouts. Five strikeouts. He's only allowed two hits through three and a third. 
He's dealing. He's on his way to go the distance. He's untouchable right now. Stanton's upset with himself. And Briggs back. How's that? <laughs> there you go. Now I can hear you. Oh, good. Hey, Public Service <laughs> Baseball family. We are a family first organization in the production here. So uh, when your kid needs a thing, you do your kid thing. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you watching at home, feel free to do the kid thing. <laughs> do the kid thing if you've got to do the kid thing. You've got to do the kid thing. Do the kid thing. <laughs> <laughs> So, Brig, you missed a Stanton strikeout. He swung at a 99-mile-an-hour fastball up out of the zone, and he looked like he was caught off guard with it. It was just blew uh, right by him. Oh, man. Well, this Two is outs. Going well. Fly ball center field. What's up? This is just not going well right now. Charlie Coyle and Charlie McAvoy are on the screen, so you know how well it's going. <laughs> I don't even know who those guys were until they showed the graphic. Me neither. <laughs> I still said the names. Like, am I, should I know who they are? No. <laughs> no. I no, just needed hockey. something positive to talk about. <laughs> Boston Bruins. Boston Bruins players. For those of you who don't know. Yes. In case you're only listening, which we would encourage, and that's fine. <laughs> How's that galaxy burst, my friend? Oh boy! It's outstanding. Oh, he got under it too hard. Oh, well, you're way ahead of me. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a replay. Oh, that's the Gallo one. Yeah, Gallo. I'm like, ah, ah, oh. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so I, I made the executive decision, Brig, while you were gone. Yeah. That Joey Gallo looks like a juiced up 15 year old because he's absolutely enormous, but he looks like a small child with no <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> Can we say 17? We'll say 17. That's fine. Okay. Thank That's you. fine. He does have like the more 17 year old seeing senior in high school jawline as opposed to freshman That's or sophomore. Right. We'll give it to him. Right. It's like fine. steroids, facial hair, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Pitch. Oh, you just had to go after that one, didn't you, Glaber? Odie Chase. Yeah, I'm still a pitch behind you. Oh. Can you, you can't speed it up. I can't slow it down. It won't let me. Oh, that's all right. Yep, fly ball center field. That'll do it for the top of the fourth. I will say, this game is moving along. These two teams are notorious for four-hour games. Yep. And, and we, we are, are an hour and a half in. Game. We're an yeah. hour and a half in, and we're to the middle of the fourth inning. Yeah, we're not going to have that experience. But it is going to slow down hard, depending on the speed or on the score. It's going to slow down hard in 7, 8, 9. Eight, yeah. nine, but yeah. depending on the score, it could start in the seventh. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. So I want to know when they're going to bring in Chad or Adam Ottavino um, because he has given up seven earned runs in six and two-thirds innings versus the Yankees. So, like, as soon as they can get to the bullpen, I'm going to be a, probably a much happier guy. Really get into the bullpen because, yeah – I don't know that Clay Holmes is coming in, coming back in. No. I mean, I mean, do you want a guy like that to just come in and eat two, three innings until you can, so you can make short work of your actual bullpen, bullpen guys? Well, or no, do you just want, want to go to, to your dependables? In. We got him to come in. We needed to get get him in for Evaldi. We got to mess up Evaldi a little bit 
so they can bring in Ottavino and we can go earn runs against him. Mm, yeah. That's what we got to do. And if Glaber Torres could get on base, that'd be great because he is five for 14 versus the Red Sox in stolen base attempts this season. Yeah, he's got to get on base first, though. I and should say. The issue. Yeah, sorry. I should say he has stolen five of his 14 against the Red Sox. That's oh, okay. what I meant to say. There you go. Not five out of 14 attempts against the one team. If I get like 14 attempts in 19 games, that's nuts. That doesn't happen. Not since Ricky Henderson. But yeah, not. Yeah, that's, that doesn't happen anymore, that's for sure. What I meant to say was five of his successful 14 stolen bases this season have come against the Red Sox. It's pretty impressive. And you know what? Honestly, like, if you've got Higgy behind the plate, I'm stealing. Really? I'm gonna test, I'm gonna t- I'd test him. Yeah, I wouldn't steal on Gary Sanchez. I'd wait for the ball to get by him because you know it's going to happen. But, but he's got a cannon, so I wouldn't steal on him. But I would, I would test... Higgy's arm for yeah, sure. I think I would too, actually. Even though I've seen it. But yeah. And and I thought Aaron Judge would be doing better. He's 10 for 40 against Evaldi. Yeah. So far, no. So far, no. Well, I mean, he's only had what, two at bats? I don't know that they're necessarily gonna let him go. <clears throat> I don't know it's tough to it's tough to tell what they're gonna do. Honestly, I haven't watched enough Red Sox this year to know um, Alex Cora's tendencies with his pitchers and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they let him go beyond five. Let him go into the uh, third rotation, third time in yeah. third rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way he's dealing right now, they're not gonna make it through the third time of the rotation until the fifth, sixth, maybe. Hmm. I, th- I think, honestly, I think the bottom of the order is going to start having more success. Yeah, just wait. We're only in the fourth. It's not a big deal. Just just hang yeah. tight. Yep. And three runs is not a big deal in New York. No, it's not. Although, they did finish the game, finish the season winning one to zero in a walk-off on a ball that didn't make it out of the infield. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're exactly right. It was slowed down by the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I. <laughs> this is the thing, though, is like when you have offensive days like that, you're like, okay, it's fine. They'll come back and they'll they'll score a bunch of runs the next day. But not yet. That was the day, right? <laughs> yeah. So you see all that warming up in the bullpen now. There's like eight billion people in the Yankees bullpen. Starting to warm up. <laughs> <laughs> They're going double barrel down there. They're like, uh, just everybody. You got Wandy Peralta and Luis Severino warming up in the pen down there. Oh, yeah. Is it just me or does Holmes look like DJ LeMahieu right there? Yep, he does. <laughs> That's not really Holmes pitching. DJ LeMahieu is not injured. <laughs> <laughs> he, he oh, man, beat the shift. That was a big, fat shift. Where yeah. was the second baseman even on that pitch? He was on the other side of second base. Where the man was, was he playing play. shortstop and like yep, the he shortstop was. was playing left field? And I told you, holy moly, is a problem. He's a problem for everybody, man. Well, yeah, at least they kept him to a single because that could have yeah. been ugly. Yes, 
Brett Gardner with his little legs running over there to the ball. <laughs> twinkle, 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 twinkle. And also, yeah, twinkle he throws hard, though. Yeah. Throwback to first base, not in time, not even a threat. You got to wonder if Clay Holmes is starting to buy himself some time with only 11 pitches in, though. Given, oh, yeah, giving the bullpen a chance to get warmed up. Yeah. He might be. I wonder, what his, uh, I wonder what his runners with – or what his uh, stats are with runners on. I, I haven't looked at that. Great pitch. Oh, 98 on the black. Whoo! I get excited about one pitch, Brad. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. I'll allow it. Don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Might be all I get. <laughs> Yep. Uh-huh. Pitch number so three. So real quick, you were sorry, Brig, you were right earlier with you were right on with Clay Holmes. I was looking at the wrong number there. 25, 25 appearances. He had uh he finished five games. He didn't have, have any saves though. No. But but that ERA is pretty good. 1.61. I'll take that out of a reliever, that's for sure. Every day. Because it doesn't take long for those for those guys to get a six seven ERA. Especially in this middle relief kind of bridge position. Uh-huh. You end up with oh double play ball. Go, go. Yeah, baby. Okay. All right. Two away. No runners on anymore. 14 pitches. He Very might good. just get out of the fourth. Whew. Yep, there. I just got it. Just got it. Six. Or sorry, four six three. Double play. Okay. Holy cow. That's a good play. Yep. If you're gonna yep. teach kids how to how to turn a double play, I think that's one right there because that's I've seen a lot more guys recently doing that um just on a basic ground ball like that. Yeah. Uh just routine ball turning glove side because used to what you saw everybody do was turn your shoulders back just pivot and just flip it but i've seen a lot more guys doing that uh that that glove side turn on just routine balls like that not just on uh not just on like a relay right yeah that's exactly and and even on routine fly balls if you're if they're running to their like a say like a right-handed outfielder he's running to his left to catch a ball yeah like i see more guys spin that way too. Yep. Which I like that. I like it. It's I, I it's a good agree. application of a simple simple fundamental. It's good. I like it as well. Well, and we'll talk about Velasquez in a little bit. He's playing shortstop tonight, given the issues with the infield. So, um, coming up, we'll talk about Velasquez a little there bit. Got out of the fourth fly ball to right field to Aaron Judge. Yep. All right, Brig, are you ready with the playoff primer? Because we want to give you guys some predictions, get you ready for the playoffs. Do you have uh do you have that graphic ready, Brig? I got it. I got the, the audio file ready to go. Do you have the, the, the video file? Yeah, that's what I mean. The video file. Okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? I was like, Brig, I worked hard on that. Go ahead. Oh man. <laughs> playoff primer. So those of you not familiar with that sound, 
that was our very first playoff primer episode two years ago. Um, I said, we're going to do a playoff primer. And Briggs said that going into the break. And I said, I'm snipping it and we're using it every year going forward. And this, so that's our third time using that <laughs> playoff primer sound from Brig. Can you Very believe good. This is our third entry into the playoffs? I can't. Honestly, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy fun is what it is. It is crazy fun. Okay, Brig. So yeah. let's let's not talk about this game right now. Like because we, we don't know how it's gonna end. But let's go into let's talk about the Astros and the White Sox. The uh the NRQ guys were legitimately concerned about the White Sox. Um, although confident in Lance McCullers. Who do you have winning that series, that ALDS matchup? I don't blame them for being worried about the White Sox. Yeah. Because I think the White Sox are the team to beat. You think so? Hmm. I mean, I, you said that at the beginning of the season, though. I did. You did say that. You've been saying that since uh, since April, March, April. So, and I stand. So do you have the White Sox? I you have the White Sox, Sox in that one. That's what I'm saying. Okay, honestly, I feel like experience is going to win out in that series, and also no. a superior <laughs> offense. No, there are no weak spots in that Houston lineup. Zero, whatsoever. They're so good offensively. And I mean, I I saw him a lot with the Mariners playing him this year. It's true, and it was just like it's just like one after another, and it's like, golly, when are you going to get a break? Yeah, and there isn't one. There isn't one. And I I think it was was it last week when we were on the not not another sports podcast and we were talking about uh, Kyle Tucker. Yeah, that that dude that dude can't be stopped, and he's like the best player on that team right now. And that is you know, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It is. So I'm going to take Houston in that one. Okay. Well, fine. Let's let Brett Gardner hit, and then we'll uh, then we'll come back and do uh, Tampa Bay and whomever from this game. Yeah, <clears throat> Tampa Bay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, this is settled. Tampa Bay. Let's be honest. <laughs> Neither one of these teams is going to beat the race. <laughs> The only <laughs> no. chance either of these teams have to beat the Rays right now is that it's a series. If it was a one-game scenario, it would be the Rays. They win one game every time. Well, I mean, we just saw it because weren't the uh, – didn't the Yankees finish the season against the Rays? Yeah. Yeah, and that was two out of three. Yep. And the other one took came down to a wonky walk-off. A wonky infield – Single walk-off with the fastest guy in the league at third base. Yeah, one of them for sure. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, Anyway, yeah. 2-1 to Brett Gardner, top of the fifth inning. Evaldi threw it a little high on that 98-mile-an-hour four-seam fastball for his 57th pitch of the game. Not enough pitches, Brad. It's not. That's a good eye by Gardner, though. That's a honestly, that's a sign of a veteran because most young guys will chase that pitch. I agree. That's understand. That's Gardner. Understanding oh, he it three inches for the strike. Oh, it was flawless. <laughs> Sorry, are we? Oh yeah, he did. Pitch? That's a great pitch. 
It was a great pitch. That's Greg Maddox accuracy right there. Knowing yeah. that he's got a guy who's not going to swing oh, up and out of the zone, so he puts it right up at the top. Oh, I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, he got six strikeouts already. Six. Dude, he didn't look like he was like he looked like he was got he got caught off guard. Yeah, he was looking fastball. for a change up. I don't he was know doing. why the last three pitches he saw were fastballs. I know, but that's what I mean. It looks like he's looking for a changeup. Like the mechanics are the same, the delivery is the same, everything's the same, and then it just doesn't go that fast. So he held, he hung back on that ball, but he shouldn't have. There was a lot of wrist action on that swing. Yep. A whole lot of wrist action. And he flies out, flies out the left. One pitch at bat. That is why Evaldi is killing us right now. One pitch at bats. Who is that playing left field? Like, why can't I think of his name playing left field for the Red Sox right now? Is it? Uh, oh, I just Alex said Verdugo. Verdugo, yeah. I was going to say that beard that he has. The that red beard that he has. Yeah, it, he looks like a leprechaun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very yeah. much so. And. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay wanted to know if anybody else thought Christian Arroyo looked like an Oompa Loompa. Christian Arroyo <laughs> looks like an Oompa Loompa. That was pretty, oh my goodness. Pretty funny. <laughs> oh man. I'll have to pay more attention next time he comes up. Because she might be right. Might be right. So for those of you keeping score at home, the Yankees have two hits. Two. It is not a no-no. It's not a perfect game. It's not gonna be anything like that. But we're still having a shutout scenario, but there are only there are two hits, but there are only two hits. Whereas the Red Sox have five hits and have uh, successfully scored three runs. So, all three coming off home runs, which is important to note. Thank yes. you very much. It is. It's important to know. For those of you who don't know why it's important to note, it is a signal of an inability to make timely hits. Uh, if you've got guys on first and second base and you you can't drive those guys in, you're still not doing great. I mean, home runs are awesome, but you've got to be able to have, you've got to be able to get pull through with situational hitting. You've got to be able to drive those guys in from second base. And if you're not, if you can't do that, you're going to have a hard time come late in the game. But if you're having a hard time getting guys on base to begin with, you're going to have an even a harder time later in the game. Exactly. So the Red Sox have issues. The Yankees have bigger issues. Bigger that's, issues. They can't that's what we're and there it goes, 85 miles an hour. He breaks it to 85 miles an hour. It's a great pitch. It's a great, a great pitch. pitch. All right, it's Christian Arroyo is coming up. I got to pay attention to see if he looks like a looks like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, he, he is up next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we had we were split in one series. We both have the Rays. Okay. Let's go Braves and Brewers. Brig, who you got? Braves. Braves, I got the Brewers. Why? Better team overall, more consistent all season long. They're they're pretty steady, but not I as mean, much competition through the season. No, because no the the AL or sorry the NL Central is is a weak division. I'll give you that, and has been, and I they were beating the up at a lot yeah. of teams. But here's one thing for you. 
they were winning the games that they were supposed to win. Like when they were supposed to be beating up on teams, they were. And that's yeah. a big I feel like that's a big deal for teams is that that they don't drop themselves down to an inferior level. Um they don't um they don't go through the motions when they're playing a team um that they feel like they are superior to. Yeah. That they play up, they play up every single day. Yeah. And I, Craig Council, like I know a lot of people discount managers, but Craig Council does a great job. He does a great job. I agree with you. And well, to be completely honest, play. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think the Brewers are due to break through. So yeah, last year, weird. so they lost the NLCS in 18, yeah. lost in the wild card last year in 19. I think they're due to break through. They're due to get to get through to the NLCS again and do well because well, they lost in seven games to the Dodgers in, in 18. Didn't they make it in in 17 as well? No. It was it was 18 that they made it in? Oh, yeah, yeah, they finished yeah, second right. in the division. They won 86 games. wasn't enough for a wild card. Yeah, okay. That's right. So it was 11. That sure feels like last year, though. It really does. <laughs> it's 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm scared. Yeah. No, I think Atlanta will pull it out, and here's why. I think that Atlanta has faced tougher competition throughout, and they're they're ready to grind it out. So, yes, I will say absolutely the Brewers have beat up on people they needed to beat up on, and they haven't, you know, jockeyed for position during the games they needed to win. But what they haven't done is consistently had to fight, 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 and the Braves have. And I really like that momentum and that kind of steam going into the playoffs. Yeah, it is. It is good to have to have gone through the battles already during the season. Yeah. Um, I just wonder, like, how long can you do them? As long you as it takes. if you want to win. Yeah. You get to a point though. I feel like you, get, you just get worn out from them. Like, they, I know it's a different sport, but they talk in in uh, the NFL playoffs that by the time the NFC team gets to the Super Bowl, that they've been beat up by NFC teams and the AFC team has been playing in a pillow fight conference all, all year long and <laughs> throughout the playoffs. So by the time they get there, they're fresh and that's why the AFC teams win, win when they do, you know, like, yeah, maybe they are good or better or whatever, but sometimes those NFC teams are just beat up. And I feel like with the Braves, like, that's a lot more wear and tear on their arms. It's a lot more wear and tear on everybody, just emotionally and mentally. By the time you get to the playoffs, you're just beat. Oh, that was a sweet little snag by Glaber Torres at second base. For the fourth pitch, Luis Severino comes in to take over in the bottom of the fifth. They've already recorded their first out. Look little at that. Snag. Sweet little snag behind the back. Look at his boom. And he does look like an Oompa Loompa. Transfers it. Oh, he does a little bit. You're right. Lindsay, you were right, <laughs> Lindsay. It looks like a new bloopa. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Well, he even had like the little glove snap on it, too. He didn't like snap. You see the way he snapped his glove down? Yeah. That's what I mean. He's showboating. Sweet little like in transition snag. I loved it. He's showboating all, way, all the way. Here's Schwarber. Call. Oh, we called that a strike. Ooh, he's not happy about that one. Not happy about that one at all. 1-1. One, one. Probably should have been a 2-0. But 
Joe West is retiring. So, <laughs> in case anybody didn't notice, so so Joe West is not behind the plate. Tonight. Oh, he he's... got a strike on that call too. <laughs> I gave her a lot of melatonin. It's fine. That's, That's good. good. Excellent. Keep yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I called poison control when she got into it by herself. <laughs> They're like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> so, okay, real quick, Brig. We got Mark Carlson behind the plate tonight. Um, Joe West will be behind the plate tomorrow night. Oh, All I the see. articles that I saw made it seem like he's going to be be behind the plate tonight. Yeah, and he's not. And I'm looking at, you're right, it's not him, but it's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> call that a strike. Why didn't you call that a strike? Where is your zone? What is this? Even Schwarber's confused. He's so mad. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. I love it. <laughs> right to first base. Don't worry, I got it. My name's Anthony Rizzo. Go sit down. Okay. It's all going to be fine. Sevy's here. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, that Schwarber, swing, that Schwarber swing is so good, though. Yeah. He's got a lot to put behind it. Like, yeah, he lost lot. so much weight. Do you remember when he lost all that weight? I do remember. Yeah, I think he had to because of that knee injury, right? That's right. And he came back at the end of 2016. Looking lean and mean. Yeah. Like, the thing is that he's he's just, like, stocky. He's so, th- like, yeah, thick, you know? Like, he's yeah. not, like, fat or anything. But, man, he's, like, he's big dude. I can't believe big he moves dude. as well as he does out in the outfield. I'll be honest with you. Well, he he's built like a third baseman. I'm he, surprised they put him in the outfield at all. He's built like a tight end is what he's built like. Yeah, he is. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Kike Hernandez fouls off the second pitch for two strikes. Kyle Schwarber's beard makes us all feel better about ourselves. <laughs> Still the bottom of the fifth with two outs. <laughs> you know, if my face was more slender like his, I'd have a shorter beard like his, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. The problem is that I, I, my face has gotten chubbier over the years as I'm getting older. And so I had the long beard to elongate my face. It looks it's nice, illusion. Brad. Thank it you. It's an illusion. And also, my wife has been wanting me to grow my beard out for about 10 years. So, 10 years. There's that. For yeah. real? For real. Okay. Going into the top of the sixth inning. Yeah, a little fly out to right field there. And Judge getting a little bit more action out there. Very exciting. We're all worried because it's now the sixth inning, Brad. Getting late, getting late early out there, Brick. I'll be honest with you. It's getting late, and Mike Farns isn't here, but I bought champagne just for this situation. <laughs> Don't know if I'll be able to use it, but I got it. I was gonna say, are you gonna drink it anyway, or what are you gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> Not allowed. You gotta, you gotta save it, Brig. Gotta save it for next time. It'll be a nice aged middle of the shelf champagne. <laughs> for, when, 
<laughs> okay. Now we have you have the Braves, I have the Brewers. Correct. Okay. First, tomorrow night we have the Dodgers and the Cardinals. Woof. Mm. Who you got? The Dodgers. I so it's Scherzer and uh Wainwright going first off. First okay. things first. Can I tell you exactly what I want to this is how I genuinely feel. Okay. Go ahead. I would die. I would just kill for the Dodgers to lose to the cards. And and I think it is possible. I think it's what? in the 35 to 40 percent possible. But it's still possible. And it would make me so happy. Do I think that's what's going to happen? No. Like I said, 60 to 65%, it's going to be the Dodgers. But it won't be a route. I don't think the Dodgers are going to steamroll them. I think it's going to be a decent game. That you know, It might be a disparity in score eventually, but if you watch the game from start to finish, it's going to be a lot of even, a lot of neck and neck, and everything like that. I think it's going to be a really good game. But honestly, this is what Scherzer's built for. Yeah. You can't beat it. Yeah. Like, I, I've got the Dodgers. And then, honestly, going up against the Giants, like, that's going to be a great series. It's just too bad it's only going to be five games, right? Oh, I totally and, agree. And how about that? Congratulations, Giants. Good job winning 107 games. Now you've got 106 win. Dodgers coming in in the first round. Super intense. But there is, I mean, like we said, incentive to win your division because Scherzer can't pitch now until like the third, fourth game. Third at the very earliest. Very earliest. If the the Giants are up 2-0, Scherzer goes game three. That's right. You can't have him go game one and establish your dominance in the series. That's a big deal. Because then the Titanic will be sinking. Yes. And that is not okay. Yeah. Well, and and how about this? The Dodgers are down Clayton Kershaw as well. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. And they don't have Trevor Bauer. That Scherzer trade's looking a whole lot better every single day. Oh, man. So Rugnet Ardor, another guy who doesn't look good without a beard, is batting now. <laughs> and kidding. real high, though. <laughs> Oh, man, he didn't even look. Whoa! Whoa! This guy, Evaldi. He is ringing him up. This is not even hard for him right now. Yeah, he's putting on a clinic. Yo! Brig, is Denise here? Is she ready to go in? Is she ready to go, man? You ready to bring her in? She just Let's got bring here. her in. Okay, we got Denise with us now. Hi, Denise. Hi, hey. Denise. So for those of you who don't know, Denise is the host of our North Chicago Baseball Together podcast, and she does an outstanding job on this podcast. Just awesome. absolutely great, great job covering the Cubs. How are you doing tonight, Denise? Good. Both of my Cubs players have now hit a home run because Rizzo just smacked one. Oh, did he? Yeah! Am I ahead Am I ahead of you? Or there it is. I'm, str- I'm streaming. I'm on about a 10-second delay. There it is. 
home run. Just got Woo! it. Yeah. Wrapped it around the foul pole. Man. That pass he's good ball, at man. That. Yeah, he, he's good at, at hitting it right down that foul pole line. Uh, that was so Almost at his knees again. His, You know, the one thing I always liked about him is I don't get how he could literally kneel on the ground and just hit one out. Like he swings so low. Yeah. Muscles, that's how. Muscles. He's got big ones. Ridiculous. <laughs> Sheer force of will. That's awesome. Like the last guy I ever remember seeing like swing low. And he doesn't he doesn't crouch low, right? He he stands oh, up he's, and he's he standing up, yeah. Swings his hips, right? But like the only guy I ever seen ever really like swing that low was Jeff Bagwell. I remember because he crouched really oh. low. Oh yeah, Jeff Bagwell. He had, he had like the super baggy pants because he had to crouch so freaking low. And, <laughs> yeah. But he always he swung low too. Adrian and, Beltre uh, too. But Adrian yeah. Beltre would go down and get it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so Denise Other wins the night. How about that? Yeah. I mean, so your so your American League team is the Red Sox, right? Yep, Fenway Park. I got there my Red is. Sox shirt on. Oh Very no, nice. no, 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 no! Get there! <laughs> oh, sick. yes, yes! Oh, if you're gonna be oh seven my God, feet you tall, guys are so right. far behind me. What? You guys are so far behind me. You're like ten seconds behind me. Oh man! Yeah. Thanks, Roku, and ESPN <laughs> app. Yeah, mine's on ESPN. Mine's on ESPN uh, uh, just e- on the Eovaldi's website. Streaming. coming out there, Brig. Eovaldi's coming out. He's coming out. Oh, it's about out. time, Brig. Yeah, we need to get him out. Yes, 70 pitches. What did I say? That's crazy. Oh, man. On the nose. Okay, who are they bringing in then? I, I didn't yep. see who was in the bullpen. Yeah, I didn't see who was up it's in the number bullpen. Number 70. What the freak is his name? Hold on. Let's see if I can get him. Um, I don't know. It's not showing up on my baseball reference doesn't have numbers. Yeah, I just noticed that. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, you guys are amateur. <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> she said we're immature. No, I said you're amateurs. Oh, oh. amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, you are. Ryan Brazier. There we go. Ryan David Brazier. I can't I can't even find my here. I'm calling you guys amateurs. I can't even what happened to my internet app? On I think my that's table? the the pot calling the kettle black a little <laughs> bit there, Denise. Right? I my <laughs> internet uh what my, happened uh, to technology that's supposed to do the technology part of my things. <laughs> Okay, it looks like he's made two appearances this season. Yeah. No he's runs, right. no hits, nothing. Hasn't given up anything. He's got the infinite zero. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's what I have. I have him oh, that- with a 2021 ERA of 1.50. One win, one loss, 13 games, 12 innings pitched. Nine I'm just realizing, Brig, that yeah. what I'm seeing is I think it's um, postseason numbers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nine strikeouts, 1.50 ERAs at 50-50 win-loss. He's 33 years old. 33. He's 33 years old. 
<laughs> Tardy tree. <laughs> yeah. I just think I want to paint a full picture. Okay. Great work. Very good. <laughs> so, real quick, Denise, while we have you yes. here, and it's a commercial, what are the Cubs going to look like next year? Do you have any idea? You know, we need pitching. We need a lot of pitching. Um, we need starters and, and relievers. And, you know, I, I talked about this. I actually just finished making the notes for my podcast. Uh, I'm going to record it tomorrow. But, um, you know, looking at if you look at like pre and post trade deadline, we actually batted better post deadline, surprisingly. But our huh. record wasn't really any better. Right. Um, and looking at it, a lot of it was the pitching. You know, we could have like six, seven run leads and our starter would blow it or, you know, give up a ton. The reliever would blow it, you know, things like that. Um, so, I mean, we just, we need a ton of pitching. I, I think that's going to be the biggest change. And Hoyer came in and said, you know, we're going to be aggressive this off season, um, but we're going to be smart about it. To me, that's kind of saying, yeah, we're not going to spend a lot of money. Like yeah. that, that's how I hear it. So I don't know how much I really kind of trust what he's saying. Like, oh, we're going to be aggressive. We're going to be aggressive. All right. Well, then does that like to me being aggressive is you're going to go out and get who you can to build a team again, like now and start getting those, the team back to where they should be. And then, but then adding that, but we're going to be smart about it to me indicates, yeah, we're not going to contend next year. Like that's how I hear it. Well, I wonder if, cause how do they feel about those prospects they got? Cause they made a haul with prospects at the trade deadline, and what it, it bumped their bumped the farm system up to what number one or two in in oh, the minor leagues? Off the wall! Whoa, hey! <laughs> oh! oh no! <laughs> I have no idea what's happening right now. Me either. I just saw. I'm so off. far behind. Here comes pitch number four, top of the sixth. Boom! Yeah. There it goes. Is it going to carry him off the wall again? Oh, no. And he played it perfectly. No. 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 <laughs> Why do you stay at third base? Oh, my gosh. They got him out at home. What a terror. Why would they send him? I don't yeah. know. I understand being aggressive, but man, that is he down played that, two. He played that carom perfectly off it the was wall. Perfect. He should have been held up. It was perfect. That center fielder came over in the backup role, snagged it, threw it with everything he had, hit the cutoff man, threw it home. Aaron Judge, he's twelve hundred feet tall. He should have a longer stride. Yeah, wow. I mean, he beat that. He beat the single going to first. Oh, um, easy. But that's yeah, not judge. Yeah. That, so that's why I was cheering. So this is that funny because judge. I'm cheering. I'm cheering oh, this play and Briggs yelling. I thought I saw like a number 32. On no, the, and Judge he should have stayed at third guy. base. He should have stayed at third base. He should have, yeah. He first. was out by a mile. I mean, that's not even – I don't feel like that's even so much testing a guy's arm. That's just being overly aggressive. Yeah, yeah. it's foolish is what it is. Because now we could have had two runners in scoring position with one out, and now we have Tying one run on second base. I mean, that's, 
That's the difference. Tying a run on second base. I didn't see who the batter was, but he was pissed. It was Stanton. It was Stanton. Oh, that was Stanton. Okay. Yeah, he's mad. He was mad. Yeah, he's pissed. Um, And here's Joey Gallo. He was ticked. Gallo's going to strike out. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say it. You can't blame me. I just hear Judge getting thrown out at home. (laughs) Oh, man. Thanks for coming on, Denise. Appreciate your time. <laughs> but no. So, so Denise, you're talking about this the first and second half splits. So I mean, I guess you're talking about after the trade deadline, though, right? So, right, right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we got all those prospects. I mean, some of them I, I think like like the the guy we got, um, I think it was for, for Riz no, came from the I don't know, Greg Dykeman. I can't remember where he came from. But he uh you know, he came up for a little yeah. bit, and then we sent yeah. him back down. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of the guys that performed well, we didn't get from the trades. They were down in our in our uh, in our minor leagues, like you know, Frank Frank the Tank man. Um, although we did acquire him, we got him mid July um, from the A's. But you know, Patrick Wisdom, um, I think we got him in the off season. Uh, from the, we picked them up off waivers from like the Cardinals. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys, they were like down in our minors. Um, not many guys came in from the deadline and, and came in and played. So I don't know a, a lot of the, the prospects that we got, they're down in single A, double A. Um, there's very few that are in triple A. So I don't know if they'll be up next year. I don't think they will. They're they're still quite a few years away because a lot of them they're like 19, 20, 22. Mm, they're, okay. they're really young. Um, a lot are single A and double A players. Okay. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I was curious if they were thinking like maybe they had some guys who were ready to come up next year and then they were gonna bring in like some free agent veteran who could help lead these guys, teach them how to win and maybe compete for the division next year, and then uh and then come in and, you know, in 2023 and really make right. a run. But it sounds like they're probably 24, 25 away. And really making yeah, any noise. that's kind of that's what I said. I, I think 2022 is, might be another wash of a season. Um, you know, it, and then we'll, we'll look at 23. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, Madrigal is going to be back next, next season that we got from the White Sox. You know, he's, he was a young, good second baseman for the White Sox before he got hurt. Um, and then maybe we move Nico over to, to short. Nico had a rough season. Um, he was injured a lot and, and stuff like that. He came back. I think they brought him back too early because he had an oblique strain. Also, that's hard to recover from as, as a ball player. Um, and he had a couple of setbacks like in the minor leagues. And then that he came back and he ended up getting hurt again. So you know, I, I think the off season will do him well and stuff like that. Um, I think Wilson Contreras is a free agent after next season. Yeah, I was, so I was going to wonder that. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's the let him and uh, I think Kyle Hendricks too. And man, Hendricks just he had one of the worst years I've ever seen him have. It, but I mean, if any pitcher deserves to have a down year, it'd be him. For but, sure. Um, he had a horrible season. 
um, you know, Hayward's going to Hayward. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I, I love the guy and I love his, I love his glove in the field, but his bat has just been so inconsistent for the time he's been here. Yeah. He's struggling. Um, he's struggling really hard. Yeah. And you know, Ian Happ, he'll still be there. Um, he had a horrible first half, first half, and he had a fantastic second half. I think he hit like five sixteen in the second half. It wow. was ridiculous, but he was hitting so horribly the first half. Like he was hitting under a hundred. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, he was at like, or under 200. I mean, he was at like, you know, a buck 70, a buck 83, things like that. And he was yeah. hitting well over 500, I think for the second half and like last two, two, two and a half months. Um, but yeah, it was, he, he really picked it up the second half. So Denise, we got, I got a couple of questions for you. The Both the Brewers right. and the Cardinals are in the playoff race right now. I know that is not exactly appealing to you for very obvious reasons, but do you think they have a chance in their matchups? Like, where do you see them falling? I think, you know, depending on you guys touched earlier, you know, usually the Dodgers will throw out Kershaw. Um, But I don't know. I can't remember the last time the Dodgers were a wild card team. So I don't know if the Dodgers would, uh, put Kershaw out there, if even if he was healthy right, for was a wild say, yeah. card game, right? I think they'd yeah. save him for the DS. But um, you know the the Cardinals went on that huge seven. They had a fantastic September. But to be fair, the two teams that they played that were over five hundred, which were. Well, they played the Reds, but the Reds yeah. were barely over 500. Were the Brewers and the Dodgers? They split the season, the series with the Dodgers, um, and then I think like against the Brewers, they played them twice. They swept them once, and then the other one, I think they lost two or something like that. So, you know, everybody else, it was it was the Cubs, it was the Mets, it was all yeah. sub 500 teams when they went yeah. on that big 17 game win streak. For sure. And then they ended the they ended the season losing two or three to the Cubs at home. And I think two or three to the Dodgers, uh, or I mean the Brewers. So I don't know. I don't know if they've cooled off. Um, I'm like 50-50 if they get past the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are going to pull it out just because they're the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, And so the Brewers have the Braves. And again, the Brewers had a had a slow kind of last month and a half. They really slowed down. Um, I I think they'll beat the Braves um, in the, in the DS, but I can't see them. I can't see either of them getting past the Giants. No, that's exactly how I feel. And the we Giants have been, have been fantastic yet, all season. It's so it's such a slow burn. They just continue to chip away. Yeah. They're not worried about anything. It works every time. They just do their thing and it's awesome. Yeah. I saw somebody predict the Brewers and the White Sox. I think it was was it Ben Verlander? I think he had the Brewers and the White Sox in the World Series with the White Sox winning it. The White Sox getting past both 
the Houston Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays. Wow. Um, and the and then the Brewers getting past the Braves and the Giants. Wow. I I don't I don't see anybody getting if anybody gets past the Giants, it'll be the Dodgers. That's it though. And then that yeah, I think I think it's gonna I honestly I think it's gonna be a repeat of next season. I think it's gonna or last season, I think it's gonna yeah. be the Rays and the Dodgers again, but mm-hmm. I think the Rays are gonna take it this time. Really? That's what you think we'll yeah. see. Because uh, the Dodgers now have Kershaw hurt, and who knows if he'll be back. Yeah. They've got Max Muncie hurt. Who knows yep. if he'll be back? Um, Bowers out. Have, huh? Trevor Bowers out. Trevor Bauer, yeah, well, he's been out. Right, um, but, I mean, it still factors in the comparison. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I don't – and I haven't heard much about, oh, so-and-so is hurt from the Rays. And we, like, the Rays have just been quiet. They just kind of quietly snuck in there and just kind of stayed. Yeah, well, um, they, haven't done, they haven't done anything but win all season long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just quietly. Just win, 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 yeah. win, win, win. Yeah, they went on the big win streak that and then when Boston went on the losing streak and took over the division and never looked back. Yeah. No, it's I think it's awesome. I love what I've seen in San Francisco this year. And I love that they've flown under the radar and there's no big personalities and it's not a crazy fanfare right. thing. And there's not there's nothing spectacular about it except that it's good, solid, fundamental baseball. Yeah, and they weren't predicted to do anything. Um, I think no. most people had them like third or fourth in the division. They had the Dodgers and the Padres. That's right. Kind of going one, two. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, I looked back. I looked back. I, I ended my podcast kind of saying where everybody ended up. And I looked back at what I predicted in March. I was about a third right. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, like, I had the right order, but I had them in the wrong positions. Like, <laughs> I had this guy up here and he finished down here, but then the rest kind of fell in the same line. Yeah. Just, I had him second and they were third. And then I had him third and they were fourth, you know, things like that. But that's awesome. Um, But yeah, I mean, but the giants, like, I think the ones I was the worst with was the AL central. I said, don't watch out for the White Sox. Everybody had the Twins. And I said, watch out for the White Sox. Yeah, me too. And the Twins were – but I didn't predict the Twins to be that horrible either. No. No, they tanked it hard, and I couldn't figure out why. I didn't predict the Nationals to be that horrible. And then with the West, I didn't predict the Giants to be that good. (laughs) Yeah, right. Nobody did. Um, That was the problem. Yeah, I just – so, yeah, to go back, I don't see – the Cardinals, I mean, if they didn't have that win streak, like, and there's a random card guy in the Cardinals jersey in the stands. Like, yeah, I saw I that. I understand that. We talk um, about that. We've talked about that three or four times. It's just the funnest – I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's the one conversation that will never die. I don't get it. You go to a game and you're wearing, like, some other random team jersey. <laughs> Well, and that's why we have these T-shirts, honestly, Denise. So you can wear whatever you want, and it can be any team's colors. You don't have to be affiliated. Little plug there, but that's, um, that's why. <laughs> he sticks like a sore thumb. That but guy. yeah, if the Cardinals didn't go on that wood streak, they wouldn't even. I mean, they wouldn't have even made. It. They had like a, I think it was like a two percent chance of making the playoffs at the beginning of September. Yeah. And they just they started winning at the at the right minute. 
you know, moment when everybody else was either playing 500 ball or kind of, you know, struggling to kind of finish out the season. Um, I just, like I said, I'm 50, 50 with them against the Dodgers. I still think the Dodgers will pull it out, but I don't see either team getting past the giants at all. And that's what we just said, right? I said, I said, there's like a 60 to 65% chance the Dodgers win. I can see the cards pulling it out against them if some fluke thing happens and Kershaw's out or, you know, any of these different variables. We'll see. But um, ultimately, I think the Dodgers. I don't know. Don't do that, Denise. (laughs) (laughs) You can see her eyes. And I'm like a full pitch behind her. No! (laughs) No! 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 Oh no. Um, oh no. Oh, there it goes. Right into the alley. Oh, off the yeah. wall. Aaron Judge recovers it, hurls it to the cutoff man on a bounce, throws it home. Not in time. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, I just saw the ball off the wall. You're lucky that it hit the wall break, to be honest with you. That ball very well could have gone over. Yeah. Wow. Still scored a run, though. Yeah. Yep. Xander Bogarts and freaking Devers. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, get Severino out of there. 28 pitches and that's it? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's all on the line now. The offense has got to wake up. Well, Brig, I'll tell you this. On the bright side, when we do a World Series game in a few weeks, it's not going to be as stressful. I'll be super calm. <laughs> I'll be super calm. It won't be a problem. Well, yeah, exactly. I might be calm. I won't be this stressed. <laughs> well, I say you won't be this. You won't be this uptight about it. No. It'll be just fine. It'll be a great, yeah, exciting game. Am I uptight? Is that what this is? No, no, not uptight. <laughs> stressed out. Stressed. Fine. I can't even get up and jump around. I'm just like laying here with my foot all up in a cast. <laughs> yeah, you're in a cast. Oh. oh man, I forgot that you're in a cast. So you're sitting there like. Yeah, just, it's I'm a good thing the Cubs aren't playing, Denise. Yeah, you might re break your foot. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry you're in a cast. It sucks, man. I hate it. Oh, it sucks. Okay, so I got to tell you a story. I'm meaning to tell you this on the chat, but um, when I was in the Army, I dumped my motorcycle and I don't know what happened. I was going 35 miles an hour. I merged lanes. Like I literally went from one lane to the next lane. Nobody was around me. There was nothing going on. I hit some weird paint slick thing. I don't know. And all of a sudden I'm fishtailing and I'm like, oh no. And I know what to do. So I turn into the the spin and turn into the skid and then boom, and it goes down. Right. And the engine compartment, the whole engine lands on my left foot and spins down the road. I'm not wearing a helmet. I'm in I'm in tennis shoes. I did have a jacket on, so I did a little head tuck combat roll thing. Stand up, scared to death. Now, the first thing that runs through my mind is I am not insured. <laughs> like the bike is, but I'm not. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like 24, some stupid. It was so dumb. So I get up and I hobble over to my bike that's now 15, 20 feet away from me. And it had gone spinning down the 
the suicide lane, the turn lane. Oh man. So long story short, another motorcyclist comes up, picks up my bike, drives it to the, to the thing with, cause you know, 600 pounds on, and, but I crushed my foot, but I didn't have insurance. So what I ended up doing was I went to the, the Goodwill and I got a, a boot cause they have big bins of everything. Right. And I got one of those medical boots that fit me and I strapped it on and I went home and I soaked it in ice and then I put my boot on every time I needed to go anywhere. Uh, I've never had it looked at, not one time. And it hurts like crazy sometimes. <laughs> hey, real quick, Brig, I have somebody who wants to come say hi. Okay. Hi. Wilson! <laughs> Get in the camera. There you go. Hey, hey dude. He <laughs> He's getting ready to go to bed. Who do you want to win tonight, the, the Yankees or the Red Sox? Yankees. Yeah, baby! <laughs> that is the right answer, my friend. That's the right I don't answer. Know, I don't know where I went wrong, but somewhere along the line. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, was the, he was the Yankees his first year in T-ball, so he has a Yankee hat that he likes to wear still and his Yankee man. shirt from that year. So he's he's a Yankee fan second, but still a Mariners fan first. That's so. acceptable. That is acceptable. So, what do you have going Thursday night, bud? Do you remember? Baseball practice. Whoop, whoop. Do we have practice or a game? Oh, yeah, not practice anymore. It's a game. <laughs> can you get on camera so I can see you? There you go. Got our first game on Thursday, and we have another Friday night. <laughs> Where there's another game? Yeah, we play Friday night again. He he doesn't. He just knows to put on his uniform when I tell him to, and then he'll yeah. come with me to the field. That's, That's all. all that matters, That's man. Fine. Hey, ask him this, Wilson. If your favorite dinosaur could pitch right now in this game, what dinosaur would you have throwing the baseball? What dinosaur would you have pitching if you could pick any dinosaur? Mm, I would have probably the raptor because they have like these hands and they'd probably hold it like better, like kind of like something kind of like, like this. Yeah, I understand. I'm with you. So yeah. They, like, yep, yep, yeah, there you go. This. Yeah, you got it. Well, thanks, Wilson. Best option. All right, buddy. Thanks for saying hi. Say good night to everybody. Good night. Good night, bud. (laughs) Uh, As opposed to a T-Rex whose arms are like this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) We have some kids on the team who kind of throw like like a T-Rex. Yeah, push it. So we're working like, no, like get that arm nice and long. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, so we started fall ball. We had three weeks of practices, and then we and then games start this week, and uh, and there were supposed to be games tonight. And I was like, oh shoot! But we were scheduled not to play tonight. Instead, we're playing Thursday, Friday this week. So that worked out. First off, and second, it's even better because it rained most of the day today. So not playing on a muddy field tonight. So there's a win right there. Yeah. So. Pretty yeah. happy with the way things worked out this week. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, I'm debating if uh because Bill's got to work on Thursday and Sophia Sophia's her games have been every Saturday, but for some reason they moved this Saturday's game to this Thursday. And Bill's gotta work. I mean he would have had to have worked the weekend anyways, but so I'm like, all right, well, I'll see how my foot is. You know, I because I've been even before the surgery, when I had it in the boot, I was driving with my left foot. Oh. So, <laughs> um, 
It's a good thing I learned how to drive stick, so I can use my left foot pretty well when I drive. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, it's a good thing you're driving a, an automatic at this yeah, point. Yeah, I learned how to drive in a stick, but I drive automatic now. Yeah. So it just, I was going to take her to practice yesterday, but then my foot was really bothering me last night. And I'm just like, and again, it had been raining all day and he was still going to hold the practice. And I'm like, I'm not going. So it's debatable if I'm going to take her for her game Thursday. But then my, um, we had a friend, he was a commander at the American Legion that we go to. He just passed away um, on Sunday. So his wake is actually Thursday too. Um, so I, don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do, but yeah. But yeah, I, I feel bad that she's like missing part of her fall ball with practices and, and games because I can't take her. Um, we just, we have to work around Bill's schedule. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's tough. So. Yeah. And fall ball, the thing it's, it's like so laid back to like, they even told us like, if we get any rainouts, we're not going to make them up just because right. we don't want to try to fit it into the schedule. Way. And everything so but the problem is you're still paying for it right yeah and usually like once the once the season starts like once the game starts they usually practice for like four weeks before the game start and then once the game start they end the practices because it's during the school year yeah yeah right but they for some reason this year they didn't end the practice so she's got practice on mondays and thursdays games on saturdays she has girl scouts every other thursday so I'm just like, okay, this is crazy. It was as crazy as it was in the spring, you know, when she started summer ball because they start summer ball in April. So she was mm-hmm. practicing twice a week. She was doing hitting clinic once a week. She also had hitting clinic for fall ball. And then um, she was in running club too in the spring. So it was like for like six weeks, she was doing softball, running club, softball, softball, and then running club again. I mean, it was insane. That's a grown woman's schedule, Denise. Huh? That's a grown woman's schedule. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's me. <laughs> I'm just Can't raising me. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. That's why my foot hurts so bad, because yeah. I'm overdoing it. They're just yeah. like, you shouldn't, like, you should only put, like, weight on it yeah. when... That's why you should only put weight on it when it that's like, when it gets to mild pain. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm like, so if I have moderate pain, they're like, you're doing too much. I'm like, fine. So I can't stand up for more than 10 minutes. Like, that's my life. <laughs> I get it. I legitimately get it. I've been there, done that. And it's not just with my foot, but also with my foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So finally, the Yankees got an out. Hey, got two yeah. outs, two There's on. Two outs now. It's very good. Two outs, two on. Bottom of the sixth. Ten pitches. After the conversation at the mound, we have a very good outcome so far. Bobby Dahlbeck, whom we did not expect to be retained at first base, we actually thought Anthony Rizzo was going to jump in. And take over mm-hmm. his spot at the trade deadline, but he did not. He ended up on yep. the opposite team. Yep, that's. I mean, Briggs. So Briggs was out here. For those of you who don't know, he came out and visited me in Phoenix right before the trade deadline. And uh, actually, yeah, he no, it was grab me on the way. It was right <laughs> at the end of the. It was at the end of the uh, the All Star break because we went to the first game back. That's right. That's um, right. But anyways, 
the Cubs started making those deals, and we were certain, absolutely certain, that Rizzo was going back to Boston. Hundred percent. But, and I think a lot so of those people were. I don't. I don't think it was just a weird, you right. know, thing. You know. Yeah. No, yeah. I think there were a lot of people who did who did think that that was going to happen. But Ooh. I think we're more surprised that he went to New York than Boston, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Um, I was. I was hearing. Boston was like the main one. And then I think Tampa Bay came up mm-hmm. in some of the conversations. Mm-hmm. They came up with, with KB too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, he's going to the Yankees. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, oh, we didn't call that a strike. That's why I just said, ooh. Oh, <laughs> and I made the man. Now we're being inconsistent, Mr. Umpire. He's been inconsistent all night. There was a call oh. earlier. Like there was a he he rung somebody up on that uh, pitch on the black on the left side of the plate on the or on the first base side of the plate exact right. same pitch two batters later was a ball that's right and it was same to a pitch, right same spot yep yeah so he's been wildly inconsistent all night long that's why he swung at that one just now because it was anywhere near the black yeah. Oh, and that's that's the problem is that you get guys swinging wild when they have no idea where the zone is, and it's, I don't think it's fun to watch when that when that's going on. That's my big issue with the umpires. That's you know, it cracks me up too with ESPN with the way that they superimpose the strike zone box when the catcher is in a certain position. Like it looks like the catcher is actually wearing the box. Like yeah. all the other yeah. stations, yeah. they're pretty outlined. Like you can tell. Ooh, got him with the high heat. Well, um, no, we just called off the pitch. <laughs> like two minutes. Um, <laughs> That's how it feels. <laughs> it is how it feels with you sitting here calling these calling the plays on us, Denise. Sorry. That guy's been drinking heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, him. but yeah like all the other stations like their box it's it's pretty highlighted and espn just has like this really like thin white line and it, it always looks like the care the catcher's just like wearing the the strike zone uh uh-huh. it does yep yep but Denise, thanks for joining us uh, for hey, that no very problem. long sixth inning. We really appreciate yeah. it. Oh, you're welcome. We got our fun. money's worth out of Denise tonight. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you're a trooper. <laughs> that doesn't sound good out loud. You might want to keep that one on the down low. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, All right, well, go watch the game ahead of us now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I will. All right, we'll see, see you later. Thanks, Thanks again. Denise. Yeah, bye. <laughs> awesome. That was great. I love having Denise on. She came on, what was it, about a month ago, two months ago, something like that? Yeah. When uh, when you weren't able to come on? Yeah. And she did She did a great job. She's awesome. If you haven't heard the North Chicago Baseball Together podcast yet, go check it out. I'm serious. She does an outstanding job with it. I told her that when Sarah Spain headhunts her and brings her over to her podcast, that she needs to, like, remember us because – she does a great job. She is going to get headhunted by ESPN or MLB or somebody, MLB TV. Somebody, yeah. some, something's going to happen. And we're going to be out. But anyway. Yep. That's okay. <laughs> we'll live. We just do but... it for 
So late nights. I don't know. <laughs> so Brig, let's get back to our playoff predictions. How far did we even get? We got to did we got to the wild card, right? Yeah. The national could, wild did card? We, Yeah, did we ever come to a resolution as to who we thought was gonna win that game? Yes, because I said the Dodgers are gonna win over the Cardinals by about sixty to sixty five percent chance. You're right. You're right. That's what I said. So and now the that is the Giants and who, whoever wins that series. So the Giants and the Dodgers then. Yep. If it's going to be and, – and that's right. That's right. I remember now because we said it – I remember saying now that I, I thought it was too bad that that series could only go five games. Yep. And I think, honestly, when it comes down to it, I think the Dodgers are going to win that one. I don't think so. And I wouldn't I, be surprised if the Giants won. I think San Francisco is going to win. And I I think – I hate to say that it has a lot to do with Clayton Kershaw, but it has a lot to do with Clayton Kershaw and Max Muncy. Denise brought that up while you took a little snooze. But, yeah, that's exactly – oh, Christian Velasquez comes in to uh, behind the plate for uh, – Tanner Houck is now pitching, by the way. Those are Christian Vasquez, yeah. Yeah, Christian Vasquez. And that dude's got a cannon. Man, do not test that fool. Yeah, no, they're not going to be running. Holy cow, everything's changed. Something about a water bottle. We're all excited, maybe a little confused. Here it goes. Okay. Looks like. Didn't make it into the dugout. Got to put a little bit more on that blue. (laughs) Yeah. Gleyber Torres is up to the plate. There are zero pitches coming from the Hauk. New York is top of the seventh inning. Top of the seventh. That's right. Hey, are we going to do the stretch? We can do the stretch. We should. We can do the stretch. Yeah. Strike one. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) That zone. And there I've got strike one. I am shocked at the zone. Come on, man. I mean, that was that was a perfect pitch, but that was a ball two innings ago. That's what I'm saying. Now, if he calls that a strike, we're going to have a problem. That is a 1-1 pitch. Torres is 0 for 2 at the plate this evening. That is not okay. We are three runs down. It's the top of the seventh, Boone. What are you going to do, buddy? You're going to lose your job is what you're going to do. Yeah, he is. He knows it. Everybody knows that. Yep. Just missed that's that. A, that's a look of a guy who knows he's not He's not going to have a job in the morning. Not if he loses. Yep. 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 I really do think DJ LeMayhew has played a major role in the chemistry and the dynamic of the team tonight. Well, I think the fact that they were able to put together enough games to get into this game, he's been larger, largely responsible for that. I agree. And he's been playing hurt the whole time. Talk about the spiritual leader of a team. Yeah. Clubhouse. So has he had this sports hernia? It's sports hernia, right? Mm-hmm. Has he had it for like a long time? Yeah, but they weren't calling it an official sports hernia until recently, and now that's what they're officially coming out and saying. But he has been playing hurt for a period of time. Huh. 
That's a fly out to center field. Sorry, Glaber. Go sit down. That's the first out of the seventh. Hernandez oh. about misplayed that ball, though. <clears throat> yeah, he did take a step back, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was going to go back on it and uh, it was going to short him. Almost did. I I got I to gotta pull out some snacks like I'm at the baseball game. Do it. Cashews. Got some cashews tonight. Nice. Delicious. Honestly, I did not have enough time to jump in onto my snacks. I had too many other things going on. Had a lot going. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yep. Well, I did decide on your idea, though. Next game we do, I am going to do a charcuterie board. Because I well, thought that was an outstanding idea. Thank you. Charcuterie is my jam, guys. Baseball family, I don't know if you know, I'm a little bougie. I'm a Yankees fan. You've got to be a little bougie. <laughs> we got, I got all the stuff. I just didn't have time to slice it up. That's all. I even went and got some nice, mild camembert for my charcuterie this evening. I have three different kinds of cured meats and a number of uh, cheese options, but I really love a well-balanced, really mild camembert on a charcuterie board because then you could pair it with whatever you want. Whatever you want, and it's it, ne- it never overpowers anything, but it's got that cream. Oh, mm. sorry. So what is <laughs> what is your what is your choice of meat? Like what what uh, cured meats do you? Put I in prefer your- yeah, I prefer sopressata over anything. That's my favorite. Sopressata is my favorite. I want a nice you are garlicky bougie. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I am. <laughs> I prefer the salami. Salami is great. <laughs> Genoa salami with some Parmesan flakes. Parmesan, not black pepper. Gosh dang it, Brett. He's not had a good night. Not had a good no. night at the plate. No, I was just going to say, goodness. He's as angry as we are. Look at it. Look at the face he makes. And it was perfectly placed. What a phenomenal pitch. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even if he hadn't swung at that, it doesn't matter. That's a strikeout yeah. every single day. Flawlessly yeah. executed. They, oh, man. Yep. I mean, come on. Yep. This Boston pitching has been great. But, again, I mean, I hate to play this card. Wow, that was another great pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to play this game, but – uh, I told you, if this is two out of three, the Yankees probably take it. If it's one uh-huh. game, Red Sox got it all the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you're right, and that's the way it's been so far. That because I, I mean, think about this though: is that for a long time the Red Sox had the best record in the American League for a very long, like time. the first half of the season. Yeah, well, and then they had a few COVID cases come in. Guys weren't eligible to play. Guys are actually dealing with it, right? And that's that's why they're in the wild card game. Yeah, it's because they had to deal with that. And if yeah. they didn't, they probably would still be one of the better teams in the American League. They they may have I know because they probably wouldn't have caught the Rays. The Rays probably still would have caught up to them, huh? Yep. Man. We would have had we would have had an A an NL West situation in the AL East. Could have. Yeah. That's what we would have had without the COVID cases. And yep. then the Yankees would be battling it out for the wild card against somebody else, or like Toronto, for instance, or Seattle, or whatever. 
It would yeah, not. it would have been it would have been a lot closer with three teams instead of four. Yeah. But man, yeah, and I, I'm that's the thing that we have to remember is that Boston was top dog for a long time. That they could they very well could make a run with everybody healthy now. Yeah. Yeah, they could. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying they're going to, but at this point, I don't know if I'll be surprised now that I have that realization and remember what actually went on with the with the Red Sox this season. Yeah, so. I still don't see them beating the Rays to get to the Red to get to the White Sox. In a five game series, though, anything can happen. Yeah, it's short. Yeah, it's a short suspense for sure. Yeah, come on, G. And I think I think they could catch just enough fire to catch the catch the Rays in a five game series. Well, okay, and honestly, coming off of the high, if they win tonight in Fenway against the Yankees, that I mean that is going to juice them up hard. And you're right, maybe they maybe they carry a bunch of momentum with them. Who knows? Anything could happen. And that's why we love the playoffs. That's really what makes October so great is that the NBA playoffs, like, you know, it's going to be a one or a two, maybe a three in the oh. finals every time. Oh, 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 did you see that? Curve? Not yet. Oh, was it a splitter? Or a curve? I don't know what it was. A splitter that, was or a curve. that was a slider. Oh, my. That was a wipeout slider. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Did you see the break on that bitch? I did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love baseball so much. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he took as big a swing as he could, and then the ball went nope, <laughs> and it went somewhere else. <laughs> yep, that was a great pitch. Oh, it was so perfect. Oh, and I'm a Yankees fan, and I would tip my cap. That was outstanding. That whole, that entire half inning was amazing. Great pitching. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to um, let's get back to some predictions because we're we're about out of time, break. Your Yankees are about out of time. I know. So, okay. So you have the Giants. Beating the Dodgers. I have the Dodgers running. Okay. Right. Let's go back to the American League. So you have you have the Rays and the Sox, right? Yep. Who you got? Oh. <laughs> I had a problem. What I got is a problem. Um <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I think what I have is pitching matchups and a whole bunch of other variables. Why is it hard to pick, Brad? Probably because they're both terrific teams. I don't know. They're meaningless predictions, so it's not like it really matters, right? Okay, 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 okay. If I'm being honest with you. Appreciate that. Yeah. It hurts my feelings, though, to be honest with you. No. (laughs) (laughs) I... I think the Rays are probably the more complete team. Yeah. Uh, if you talk well-rounded and, you know, clutch situations and small ball and all that stuff, I think they're the more well-rounded team. 
I think you're right. And I, my big issue with the Sox is experience. They're still really young. Like, I, I really think that's going to be their problem. They are young. And what are you yeah. going to do? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I can see it going both ways, but I, I would be surprised if the White Sox beat the Rays in the ALS. I would be surprised. And if it so here's my thing. Go ahead. Here's my thing. If the if the Rays do play the White Sox, I've got the Rays hands down, no problem. They're going to take that series. Not a big, not a big deal. Okay. But if it's the Astros, like I thought, like I really, like I said, I watched a lot of Astros baseball this year. Yeah. And I watched them beat the crap out of the Mariners a lot. Yeah. Like just beat the absolute crap out of them, and I don't, I can't see anybody beating the Astros in in a seven game series. Really. Yeah. It hurts my feelings. Mine too, to be honest. I know. Yep. It yeah, it's really upsetting to say that, but man, they're just such a they're such a good team. They're they good. They really are. Now, okay, so who beats the who wins between the Rays and the Astros then? I think the Astros. Really? I think it goes seven games, and I think the Astros take that one. In seven games. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, it pains me to say it, but I feel like that's the way it would go. Yeah. The Rays have the best record in franchise history, apparently. I'm watching the graphic come up. Yeah. Well, I mean, 100 wins. That that makes sense. 100 wins is tough to get to. Yeah, but there are like four teams with 100 wins right now. I think there are only three. Is it three? I thought it was four. I'm going to look really quick. I got it. You got uh, it? Yeah, only three. The Giants, the Dodgers, and the Rays. Okay. Yeah, 92 and 70 in your wild card teams in your division. That's I mean, weird. I guess that would be a... I guess that's a wild card regardless because the, the White Sox did win 93 games. Yeah. But, yeah. Denise knows more than everybody. Denise, she's brilliant. Thanks, Denise. Always keeping us honest. Are you, What is that, break? What, the buzzing? No. Oh, that's me, isn't it? Yeah, that's me. Sorry. Something something showed up on my uh I had like an ad pop up or something on I had the bracket up and it was oh. like it was like an ad that randomly popped up. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I say you had your phone, I was like, what are you watching? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm watching well, I'm watching baseball and your face. That's it though. Yep. Yep. Okay. I had Schwarber up again, one for three just with that home run. Not just, but that was a big deal. Oh, Higgy missed it. Good thing there's no runners on. Yeah, I'd say nobody on base, so he probably didn't. Yeah, he he might have stopped that if there was a runner on base. I think I think he would have. His defensive capabilities behind the plate are just incredible. Well, I'm sure that's why he was there tonight. Oh, for sure. Well, especially because you have so many mismatches between catcher and pitcher. Uh, coming in in a game like this, we're all hands on deck. You don't know who you're going to need. You don't know where they're going to throw. 
you don't know what their nerves are going to be like. Nothing. So you got to have a guy behind the plate who can catch everything in the dirt. You got to. Yep. Yep. Well, and here's here's this too. So I'm pulling up the the lineup here real quick because I'm curious if we're going to see Gary Sanchez pinch hit for him. So that's possible. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I think we're going to see Sanchez come in and pinch hit for Higgy. Because it looks like he's due up first Dang. in the bottom half of the inning. Walked him. Got to pull him. Pull him now. Pull him now, Boone. Get somebody else in there. You don't have time. No, slow it down. See, here's Rizzo's walking toward. Why are you standing in the dugout? I know he's only 23 pitches in. We got it. This is it, dude. He pointed to the bullpen like he was like, yeah, go get that guy. I know. What is he doing? <laughs> and even Rizzo started walking toward the mound like we're going right. No. Oh, oh my gosh. Dude. Wow. What is happening? Maybe it's a left-handed, right-handed thing. I don't know who's up next. Well, I don't. I didn't even see who the who the Yankees have up in the pen right now. I don't either. But so you've got got Devers coming up, and uh, so he bats left. Yeah, it's probably a righty lefty thing. It's got to be. That's the We're only. Probably going to make the switch when after this batter. Boy, he's struggling. He knows it. He's ready to be done. Yep. Mound visit. It's too bad, too. It is. Good on Higgy for going out there and, and talking to him because I feel like they should have at least sent the, the pitching coach out there, right? Well. Good on these guys for for taking the initiative. Stepping it up. Yeah, exactly. You got, well, you got Chad Green who's a righty up, though. You don't have a lefty up in the pen. So there's no reason for them to have not made that change. Wow. That is Boone's got to be able to see his pitcher, read his pitcher better than that. That's a bumble and a half, dude. We are all the way we're watching on television only what is curated for our entertainment capabilities, and we caught that. And he still threw a ball. No. The kid's asleep. He's going to be fine. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was asleep. <laughs> oh, Boone, don't hang your head in the dugout like you got some master plan we should all be in awe of. You get out there and relieve him. Seriously, and Green's warm. It's not like he wasn't warm at the beginning of this this batter. He was ready to go. Oh, my gosh. Holy cow. He walked him! No! No! Oh, that is bad. Now get out there. Why did he wait for that at-bat? Why? What analytics do they have that we don't? There's got to be something. I don't know. I don't know. You you can't leave your guy out there like that when he's ready to go. There's no reason for that. None. And Chad Green 
is capable. Okay. Well, he had a double play in order, too. It's not like they were. That's what I'm saying. Double play ball is capable. Chad Green throws ground ball pitches, bro. That's what he does. He's better at that than everybody else. He's not going to come in and throw strikes like gas. What he's going to come in and do is throw ground ball pitches. Oh, I'm pissed. Oh, For good reason. For good, so, that was, man, that's, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I can see now, having watched this game, why these players are like, nope, no way. Oh, for sure. This is what yeah. I feel about DJ, DJ LeMahieu being the player manager. It's stuff You're like right. this. Where Boone, he's he's got this apathetic appearance. I don't know if he's apathetic or not. I have no idea. All I'm saying is he's he appears apathetic. He appears lethargic. He appears disconnected during the game, and he's got this like blah feeling. And oh no, you know what Tommy Lasorda does? He cocks his hat off to one side and he marches out there and he makes it happen. You call him old school. I call him effective. Okay, we're going to run an ad really quick, and then uh, we'll to cool off. I got to cool off. We'll see you in just a second. <laughs> Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I never get back with me, root, root, root for the home to stay. Don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids baseball strips at 9plusss.com. Welcome back, baseball family, from that short break. Um, only fitting for the seventh inning. I didn't even think about it. We should have played that during the seventh inning stretch. But anyway, uh, if you're with us still, there's Brig. Drop in the chat. I want to know what your seventh inning snack is. Mine is caramel and cheddar popcorn. And oh my gosh, it's green, so it doesn't show up on my <laughs> green screen. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic i love it so much that's amazing but yeah i've got a little bit of popcorn tonight been grazing on it a little bit here and there you cooled off brig you good you ready to go the rest of the way no i'm ready but i'm not cooled off <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny i'm texting my friend right now being like i'm so angry I have look. I have things to say that can't go on the show. That's what I'm doing. I'm texting things that cannot <laughs> go on the show right now. I have to. There's a release valve that's very effective. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to have a private YouTube channel for those people who want the baseball together R version. Ah, uh, and if they want, <laughs> they can get Briggs post game rant. <laughs> I get a, I get a lot of stuff that doesn't go on the show. <laughs> Stay at second base, Schwarber. Oh my goodness, the freak! 
Are you the same as me, Brig, that like you get so upset late in the game you just start cussing everybody on the other team? Everybody. <laughs> and Fingers I'm flying scared. everywhere. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. I don't care who you are. No. No. And I'm like, you stupid cheeks. You and your stupid cheeks or whatever. <laughs> like, who chose that? How do you – you don't even – Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get I get real upset late in games. I don't care who you are. I don't no. care who you play for. <laughs> Denise says I'm not allowed to yell at Kyle Schwarber. Sorry. He needs to play second base or just get off far enough to then, like, you know, get tagged out. That'd be okay. All right, Xander. Everybody hates the name Xander. If you name your kid Xander, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You, you know what though, Xander? I actually like that because it's. I had somebody tell me one time they're like, "I'm going to name my kid Alexander just so I can call him Xander." Like, I had never thought of that. Okay, but you better buy him a white 2006 pickup or to, a Toyota Tacoma and lift it, and he better wear puka shells, and he also better be, you know, the. Never mind. I stop. He can't be a good person. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're saying specifically that person is not a good person? <laughs> may or may not have. Definitely a bro. Out. Definitely a bro. A sweet bro. Flat, At the very least. Hat, left the sticker on it. Not saying anything wrong with that. I'm saying now we have indicators in clusters. <laughs> we have a grouping of things. <laughs> None of those things are wrong by themselves. You get all three of them together, we have a problem. That's right. That's right. It's true, though. You're right about the indicators thing. Yeah. It's true. It, it's a thing. All right. Who we have? You said Xander Bogarts at the plate. Against Chad. One for two with the home run. That's right. Chad Green's at five pitches. It's three and oh. Oh, guess what? Not any better than Loisaga was doing. Yeah, no kidding. That pitch oh. inside, though, if... If Higgy had been set up inside, I think that I think they may have gotten that call. But since he was outside and he had to I reach across so. way out across his body or outside of his body to get it, I think that's why it was a ball. I think so. That's a ball. Take your base. Base is loaded. Chad Green, what are you gonna do? You've only thrown six pitches. There are two outs. You're losing the American League wildcard game to Boston in Fenway in the bottom of the seventh. You cannot screw this up. What are you going to do? And there's Briggs' summary of the game. <laughs> if you were not aware of the situation. <laughs> Payback for 1978. For those of you yeah. who don't know, that was the last time these guys, these two teams played in a one-game winner-take-all Uh like single game elimination, like not like obviously seven game playoff, five, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, just a one game playoff. Um, and that was game 163 from what I believe, or probably 155. Um, just a, uh, just a decider for the division is what it sounded like. But man, it's good popcorn break. I'm very happy for you. <laughs> okay should we do world series real quick let's do world series okay are you we have you been taking notes no i never take notes me neither okay 
So Denise was three in 1978. Very cool. Oh, sorry. I thought they're going to take a longer break. I don't. Looks like they're back. We'll wait. Let's wait on the World Series. Okay, that's 95 mile an hour fastball. Burned it right by Alex Verdugo and his beard. See, I get nasty. So is Mike Farns. Mike <laughs> Farns should come on the show right now. It would just make him <laughs> mad, but at least he would come on the show again. <laughs> no! No! Oh, no! Are you kidding me? Got him. There's the out, but there's a run scored. Oh, blah. Or was it two runs? Was it one or two? At least one. Uh, looks like looks like two. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bet two. How could it? I'm not? still a little bit behind you. So yeah, two because he was or going. Verdugo to went all the way to second base. Yeah, it's got to be two runs. Yikes! Well, oh my goodness sakes! I mean, it's not over till it's over. But boy, I'll tell you what. Oh, and just out of his reach. Just barely missed it. Hey, Brig, I'm going to call my shot here. I'm going to say Gary Sanchez coming into pitch hit, pinch hit. Yeah. Higgy's due up. I can see that. Okay, now Higgy let's talk World off? Series. Is he leading off the inning? Yeah, yeah. Higgy should be leading off. That's why I think Sanchez is going to come in. I but, agree. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they'll do uh, – some kind of double switch. They could do something. a double switch. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. Okay, so I think, Brig, I think you had the Rays and the Giants in the World Series? Yeah. At this point, I think that's where I landed. Okay, who you got? The Giants. Got the Giants. Yep. Continue to quietly win. That's right. They just do their thing, slow and steady. It does win the race. That's what they say. Especially if you're a tortoise, a hare, or any other reptilian or mammalian creature. <laughs> Very good. I like it. Excellent. I have to be clinical um, when I'm upset. <laughs> I learned that from my mom. <laughs> I think I had the Dodgers. No. Did I have the Brewers and the... Yes. I had the Brewers and the Astros. You did. I want the Brewers to win. Why? I want... Over the Astros? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. I just... I just feel like the World Series winner is going to come out of the American League. I don't know why. Okay. I I don't have a good answer why. Um, That, like, if the Rays do beat the Astros, maybe this is the year. Maybe it's the year for them. And it's it's one of those, like, Royals things, right? Where it's... um, 2015? Yeah. Yeah, 14-15, right? Because... The Royals were literally like this close in the 14. 14 World Series, and then they come back in 15 and they win. Yeah. So I could see the Rays getting there and winning it. Sure. But then the Astros, one last hurrah, they're going to lose Correa. 
Um, yeah. Probably lose another guy here or there, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I could see that, but I just I just don't think that there's a team in the National League that can stand up to consistency of those teams, despite the consistency of the Giants all season long. They lost Brandon Belt. That's a big deal to me. Yeah. And then the Dodgers are so depleted that they're in, they could be in a lot of trouble. Hey, look, it's Gary Sanchez. Maybe I should put it. Maybe I should submit a resume. Go manage the Yankees. Brandon or uh, what's his name? Bean would hire you. Billy maybe. Bean. I don't know if I'd want to manage the A's. They wouldn't pay me enough. You're not going to manage the A's, dude. You're just going to be an analyst in the front office. <laughs> That's true. There you go. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle working for the A's, though. That's a division rival. You work in Major League Baseball. I Honestly, Brig, if I were to work for the A's, the amount of sabotage that would go on just so the Mariners could win the division. <laughs> <laughs> you will never work in baseball again. That's fine. I'll go to Seattle and party. Thank you. That's live. That's... That's you can't take that back. I know that's fine. Brig, am I ever going to work in Major League Baseball? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not. I can say that. <laughs> okay. Limit yourself. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ten years down the road, some teams like you know maybe let's consider this guy. For a position in our front office. What did he say live on YouTube and Facebook 10 years ago? He said he would sabotage our team just so the Mariners could win it. Don't hire him. <laughs> well, when they call your references, I will remind, I will remind them. True. <laughs> you'll send oh, them the link is what you'll do. Now you'll what? send them the link with the timestamp and everything. By the way, this was just 10 so years ago. He was 12. <laughs> <laughs> I am 12. I, know. <laughs> I need a refill. <laughs> really, I'm out. I need a refill. All right, go take a refill. Top of the eighth. Oh, big, big swing for the second strike. It's a 2 2 against Odor Robles. Yeah, that was a daddy oh, hack. Goodness, that was a big daddy hack. Top of the eighth with one out. We are getting down to the wire, ladies and gentlemen. This is insanity. Uh, Denise says she needs an MLB job. She picks the Rays to go to the World Series, and absolutely she deserves an MLB job. She is terrific. Denise, you should know. Okay. Whoa! Back to the screen. No big deal. 98 mile per hour. Pitch number six. Ugh. I love watching the people scatter when the ball gets hit back to the like tipped back to the screen. It's, it's so fun. fun, and I always go, "Oh!" And I know what's going to happen. It's going to bounce right back. But I love yeah. it entirely. Brett Gardner needs to get his bat out and start banging on the dugout. Or <laughs> some fire in that dugout. There's nothing happening. Yeah, I thought they were savages in the box, Brig. That was 2019. Back off. <laughs> you know who I you know who I don't see at this game, to be honest with you, who I would have expected to see is Marlins man. Yeah. Yeah, he's not here. 
I thought he was going to be behind home plate. Maybe he'll be behind home plate tomorrow night. Maybe so. Keep an eye out for the Marlins, man. Yep. Billy Crystal's there. I'll bet you anything. Probably. Mm-hmm. I bet. Um, maybe Matt Damon. Ben Affleck. Ben, yeah. <clears throat> and his new squeeze, which is his old squeeze. His new old squeeze, yeah. Yeah. Communication, communication. Look, good communication in the outfield. Look what happens when you have good communication in the outfield. I'm falling apart on live TV. <laughs> Our pet's hats are falling off. The Yankees have four outs left. Oh, it's ugly, Brig. They need five runs to continue to bow. And runs to and win. should they score five in the top of the ninth and go extras, we will not have the runner on second base rule any longer. Correct. That is absolutely correct. It is that not- rule has officially been abolished from baseball. Denise got the reference. Yeah, she did. <laughs> got no money. Our pet has her phone. <laughs> oh, Rizzo takes a big fat swing at that second strike. Oh, he wants to go yard so bad. He wants to put it right past the pesky pole again. And guess what? He missed. Sorry, Denise. I know you love uh, Rizzo, but. Freak. Man, it is. This is not the kind of game no! I was expecting. Yeah. Three pitches. Dude, I thought this would be. Chased out of the zone. Chased up. I thought this would be a game, but it's not. Yeah, it hasn't really. I mean, it kind of was early just because it was 2-0 for a while. Yep. But overall, I mean, it's been all Boston the entire time. Oh, for sure. Just. But I will say this. I think Rizzo earned himself a new contract with the Yankees or something. If he's the only guy who's going to show up and do anything offensively. Yeah. New York's got to do whatever they can to bring him back. Yeah, well, but does he hate being a Yankee? That's the real question everybody has. That is the real question. He very well could hate it there. There's a bunch of rumors that are circulating that says they hate he hates it. And you know what? He wouldn't be the first one. He's not going to be the last one. Right. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. Was it Sonny Gray you talked about who just hated it there and hated it and couldn't live up and just mm-hmm. It broke him. It broke Sonny Gray. Because every time we go to Oakland, the Royal We, every time we go to Oakland to play to play against Sonny Gray, he would chew us to pieces, which is why we went and grabbed him, pulled mm-hmm. him back to New York. But I'm telling you what, he got to New York and it just was some kind of off or something. I don't know what it was. But it was a pressure cooker of some kind. And yeah. he did it entirely. Um, and then he got to Cincinnati and he did a lot better. So... He's been back to himself. He's been great in Cincinnati. It's been yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's crazy that. Kind of playing. It's just not. 
Yeah, it's crazy seeing some guys who just don't play well in certain markets. Like Milton Bradley is the first guy who comes to mind to me for Seattle, yeah. who was just an absolute head case once he got there. That like he was fine, like he wasn't great other places, but he was a, a good role player, right? He would do his part, but then he got to Seattle and he just got so in his head and yeah. he couldn't handle it. And it was a miserable season for the entire team. And fans were like heckling him because he was having such a hard time that to the point like I think I remember him coming to the plate one time with tears coming down his face because of stuff that the fans had said to him. Wow. And then the next day he got up to the plate with earplugs in. Wow. That it was that bad. And he ended up, he, they put him on, uh, on the DL for a while. Just like, I think they just said personal reasons or whatever, but we all knew what was going on. You know, he was visiting the, the therapist or whatever, and then we never saw him again. And there's nothing wrong with therapy. No, absolutely really. not. It's a great resource. If you need it, get no. it. But I'm telling you, that's to, to have been driven there by your job means you need a new job. Well, and a job that millions of people every year are trying to get. That's the thing that's crazy is that he got there. He just still just like so miserable with it. I, so I work in employment. For those of you that don't know, my job is to help people get jobs. That's what I do. And pay is number four on my list of priorities as I advise my job seekers. Pay is number four. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> it's not. Was he with the Cubs after, after he was with the Mariners, Denise? Because I thought I thought the Mariners were the end of the line for him. That's what I thought, but I'll double check that. I'm on it. She's right, though. It is time to sing "Sweet Caroline." I'll let we should bring Mike Farns on to do that. I think they just did it. Also, I have to tell you, Olivia. I know she's asleep, but she knows every word of "Sweet Caroline." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know why? Good parenting. (laughs) (laughs) So, Denise, to answer, so. Milton Bradley was with the Cubs in 2009, and then he went to Seattle for 2010 and 2011. He only played 28 games in 2011. Got him. Strikeout. Which looking. is crazy because he hit. He was hitting 218 and is still getting heckled by the fans. Well, 218 anybody, was not special. I was going to say anybody hitting 218 on the, on the Mariners this year was getting a standing ovation. You're hitting 218 in New York. You're wondering why why you have a contract. And there are plenty of guys doing it this year, by the way. Don't batting average has been down this year. Like it it was real ugly. And I don't know if it was because they were so low at the beginning of the year with everybody using their sticky tack and the uh the deloaded baseball or whatever you want to call it. Yep. But man, batting average, I feel like have been real low this year. And oh, speaking of which, Brick, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. We got an O one count one out with uh, is it Christian Vasquez? Uh, yeah, to that is against Chad Green. Did you see this about Triple um, A next year? I believe is going to be using a pre tacked baseball. A pre tacked baseball in Triple A. I did yep. not. Nope. Okay, so. I saw this a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. Chased I keep it. forgetting ah. to bring it up. <laughs> I keep forgetting to bring this up. So 
So I, I saw the headline. They're gonna... I saw that. <laughs> what? He's always making weird faces. I have it on video. <laughs> it's true. So uh, they're talking about using this pre-tacked baseball next year in the minor leagues to experiment with it so guys don't have to use stuff, use a foreign substance, right? Okay. Well, the thing is, so I remember last year we were watching KBO, right? Yeah, By the yeah. way, our NC Dinos did not do hot this year. Finished the uh, season. It wasn't that. So, yeah, yeah. But anywho, so I heard guys talking about the baseball they use in Korea, and they said that it's it's a lot tackier, that they don't feel like they need to use something on it because it's got better grip. Okay. That like this, the I guess the sweatier your hand is, the better grip you have on the ball. So I wonder if they're going to be bringing that ball over from Korea to use the big league so guys don't have to use quite so much rosin. They don't have to you know, bathe in it like some of the guys do or try to sneak pine tar onto the mound. Yeah. Because now the ball is going to be stickier. So I think that will be interesting to keep an eye on. I think that's great. Oh, third base throwing it over. Boom. Hole. The throw was off. He got him, but just barely. Way to go, Rizzo. Jeez Louise. Um, I don't think Odor's another guy. I don't think he's going to be back in New York next year. No. Because he's not a third baseman. No. Though I think he has a better chance than Gallo. Gallo leads the league in strikeouts. He always leads the league in strikeouts. There was a couple years ago he had more... What was it? He had more strikeouts than I think he had more home runs than singles, is what it was, but he led the league in strikeouts still. But ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yep. Well, and Stanton has actually carried his own in the outfield this season, and I don't understand that. But what I don't think Brett Gardner's coming back next season. Well, he's 38. I don't think he, I don't know if he's going to come back at all next year. He well, might retire. I mean. It's, it's going to be done. Yeah. So, so we're, what we're going to end up with is a significant, a lot of significant gaps. And it will depend on DJ LeMayhew. Oh, there's so many things. So many things. It is crazy, though, that like the Cashman goes out and makes these big deals at the trade deadline. You know, obviously, guys who did help get to the, get to this game. For sure. Haven't done anything to get beyond this game besides Rizzo's home run, you know, but it, then it's like come the offseason and then you're starting over. I know. Starting all over again. Yeah. It's heartbreaking, man. But you know what? Every other team goes through it too. And it's that's true. It is. And it's okay mm-hmm. until we get two more expansion teams and can expand to true division playoffs or division pennant races. And then we also institute a salary cap or some kind of royalty share program, revenue share program, where we don't have to deal with this BS and we can get some franchise players in there that are true hometown heroes, et cetera, et cetera. And we go back to the way it was originally. Not mad. <laughs> real quick, Brig, I want to I want to address the playoff thing real quick. I've been thinking a lot about this because I know your your big thing is like you said the the true playoff races or the pennant races, right? True pennant races, yep. Old so in Major League Baseball, ten teams make the playoffs. I know that's a third of the league. Yep, that is the fewest of any of the major sports. Yep, because in football you've got twelve, right? Make it out of four divisions four. plus two wild cards. And then 30 or 32 in the NFL. I can't remember. 
32. 30, it is 32. See, it's 32. 32. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the NBA, though, you've got 16 teams making the playoff. Right. Plus, now they have like a playoff, like a play in game. So you've got like right. basically two extra wild cards. Like, kind of a wild, yeah, wild card. Two thirds of the league having a chance to, to get in. Right. Yeah. The fact that baseball only has a third right now. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, it almost feels like they need to expand. They do. Just ex- oh, expand the playoffs. Well, they need to expand the league, and then they need to expand the playoffs. And then, what so how they- would you ex- how would you expand the playoffs if you expand the league? Because right now, um, it would be. I mean, you still have four divisions with two limit interleague wild cards. Play. The key is to inter- to limit interleague play throughout the season. That's that's the key. Okay. Judge ground ball six three. Garrett Whitlock also at the mound is formerly the Yankees farmhand. <clears throat> they picked him up in twenty twenty as a Rule Five draftee. That's how he ended up with Boston. He had Tommy John in twenty nineteen. By the way, don't know if you knew that. Mm-mm. So that's a big deal. Okay. What you got? Teams play 12 games against each division opponent. Home and away, six games apiece. So split. Then they play six against other league opponents, but within the American or the National League. Then, and that's evenly split home and away as well. Then they play three games against opposite league teams. Brig, that's a Stanton home run. Oh, I was reading the thing, dude. <laughs> and I'm half a pitch behind you. <laughs> Outstanding. What does John Sterling say? Uh, something damn. in Italian. Stantonian. It was uh, not a Stantonian home run. He had that oppo. Something is something Barlow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he missed a layup, though, Brig, honestly. I think it should have been from the very beginning. Giancarlo is gone, Carlo. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, you've inspired me to grow out my man bun with that one. <laughs> just do it. Just simple a decision, I think. Talk about making a layup. <laughs> oh, oh, go, 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 go. Drop it, drop it. Okay, so suddenly we have a 6-2 game, and Gallo flies out to deep right field. He sure does fly To out. the track, right in what front of the 380 sign. In 36 hours or less. What's that? He flies out of New York in 36 oh. hours or less is what he does. I'm sure he does. Going to Cancun. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, my favorite guy, Brett Gardner, coming up to end the game. Okay, go ahead. Shh. <laughs> it's Glaber Torres. Okay. Oh, oh, Gardner's coming out on deck. Okay. No, he's on deck. Come on, Glaber. You're right. Yeah. No. He hung it. It's over. Break. I'm still half a pitch behind. There it is. There's a Red Sox win. Yeah. 
Yeah, he got too far underneath it. Yep, fly ball to Renfro. Boston Red Sox will play the Tampa Bay Rays and lose in the ALDS and lose, most likely. What am I supposed to do with all of this champagne? <laughs> Is this where I drink away my sorrows? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, we can wrap it up. You can have your night. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm getting look. All of these the co- consolations are coming through. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Well, should we wrap we'll, it up real quick, Brig? Yeah, and we'll get into my uh, specific home or excuse me playoff format later because I have a couple of good ideas. Just. They're good ideas. Okay. Take that. Very cool. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on it during the offseason. No. Yeah, that'd be good during the offseason. Yeah. Not go. really good okay. offseason content. Baseball family, we have loved having you here tonight, even though I am smiling with chagrin. I do not know how I'm keeping it together. Brad is <laughs> giddy. Mike Farns is peeing his little panties, excited about how distraught I am. I am still wearing pinstripes with pride. Hashtag pinstripe pride. You can get that t-shirt on the shop at 9plusus.com. We have an entire hashtag series for you and your team in your team's colors. Brad and I are both wearing baseball together t-shirts tonight. This is the Bronx pinstripes version. That is the Arizona version. We won't say the Diamondbacks because that would be a problem. So, that is the Arizona version. It's all available on 9plusus.com. Brad's also wearing his pirate baseball cap, which comes in a variety of styles and is truly awesome. The pirate patch has baseball stitching on it, and it's cross baseball bats. Don't forget to uh, jump on the shop. Christmas season is coming up. So for your baseball family, baseball friends, etc., this is a great time to outfit the new nursery and you know, whatever it is that you need. I just had uh, neighbors give birth to their uh, second son, and they are huge Braves fans, huge. And so I I got them the foul lines print in, you know, uh, it, so they could hang it in the nursery and, and some other things as well from the shop. So anyway, baseball family, it's a great time to jump on the shop at 9plusus.com. It's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. And get Christmas gifts squared away right now so you don't have to worry about it before it's too late. And don't forget to get your jingle balls, sweatshirt, jingle or balls. t-shirt. Brad designed that himself. I did. Thank you. It's terrific. Although Briggs gave me way too much credit because he does all the other designs. But anyway, don't forget to stop by baseballtogether.com where you can submit to the mailbag. You can send us an email. Uh, there's a link up in the description There's or up in the navigation. There's also a link in the description of every single episode that you can send us an email. Uh, you can also leave us a voicemail if you prefer to do that link in every episode as well. And baseball family, thanks for joining us tonight. This was a lot of fun. Um, despite the Yankees loss for Brig, it was kind of fun to, to experience this. I'll be honest, Brig. <laughs> I think you know what? pretty well. I'm usually not this composed. I... There you, you did a good job. Hercule, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm, I'm proud of you, Brig. Very good. Um, we'll keep you updated because I think we want to do a World Series game. We and, should. And uh, yeah, I think we should. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we're going to sign off. And baseball family, we will catch you next week with a regular episode. Mm-hmm.